Boom. <laughs> we're in. We're live. Episode 001. Check, check. One, two. Let's get <laughs> this thing on. Womp, 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 womp. <laughs> so I'm sitting here with Wendy. Yep. Wendy's a good friend. We just did a, um, we did an interview of yours. That actually was really cool. What'd you gain out of the interview, actually? Um, I think a lot of the questions I already knew similar to what your answer would be. And then, but some of them I was like, they, I was like, okay, because you gave, you, you, because I interviewed other people, my mom, my sister, and my daughter. You, I know your answers would be more in depth. They would be better explained, better, you know, and I think I can find more in you about like how I feel, how I am, things like that more than I do even with my own family. So I I appreciated your interview. I wouldn't say more, but I I appreciated it on a different on a different level. See, I saw too that How like, did you feel about it? I liked it. I thought <coughs> that um at first, you know, I'm getting a little bit of a feedback. I want to say it's from that. From this computer. Maybe from the computer. All right. That should be good. Is it good? Maybe. Yeah. Put your thing there. It should be fine. Yeah. It's okay. fine. I think something was giving me, I think it was like buzzing off the bottom. Okay. This thing's super sensitive. This this mic it picks up everything. I'm hearing like the I'm hearing like the neighborhood outside. <laughs> People walking their fucking dogs. Someone's <laughs> getting mugged in the parking lot. <laughs> Wait, there's trouble. We should go. Um... <laughs> The interview was cool. I thought it was actually I like the concept of being able to have these questions answered and you actually having a list of questions that I guess you're asking that you can also shoot from the hip from, but not knowing what the questions were. I like that too. Yeah. And did you prep any of your other people did you prep your no, family about questions? Knew. Nobody knew any questions. Nobody knew what the questions were. And have you been adding to the questions? I have I added oh, during both the interview with my mom and the interview with my sister, as I was going, I thought of questions and I would jot them down. And those were questions because I had like, I asked you two set of questions and then toward the end, that's when I was like, okay, hold on. Cause I had to read through the questions so it can kind of make sense because they weren't, they weren't in order with the first questions where it's like questions about me, questions about us. So, but yeah, I've been adding to the questions. So if you have any questions that you think, you know, would be good to add. I would like to hear those too. They have, because um, when I did it, uh, we did it based on, um, it was uh, five questions and it was, uh, what are my strengths? Mm -hmm. What are my weaknesses? Um, what's one thing about me that everybody knows? Um, what can you always count on me for and what can you never count on me for? Yeah. So, when I was doing those questions back and forth with people, the ones that actually, like, I already knew strengths. You know, strengths is always like, I get it. Yeah, I'm a, you know, I can I do You're X, very self-aware of what your aware, strengths are. You know, yeah, it's, yeah. It's like I kind of already had an understanding of, like, what people would say about me, strength-wise. Yeah. Um, weaknesses, that was something that, like, I kind of had a feeling about, but I didn't know that people saw it as much as I was trying to hide it. Like, I had, like... Um, like my weakness is I got it, but like I didn't know it was so apparent to everybody else. So that okay. was nice for me to see that my weaknesses are like I guess more people know about my shit than I uh, really think they do. Because you always try to be polished. Oh, you try to be polished. So everybody can see. Yeah. So my you always bullshit. think like you're hiding everything really yeah. well when really it's like, dude, we can see it. Dude, <laughs> we can time. see it. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then 
My favorite one was, uh, the one that got me the most is what can you never count on me for? So that question, the what can you always count on me for? And the what you can't count on me for were always the most important. Um, there's a couple. Uh, I think the one, the one that was actually the most impactful for me, and a couple people said it, it was like, um, I can never count on you to just listen to me if I have a problem, like if I'm, if I'm upset about something. Yeah. And I kind of want to sulk in that. Like I didn't know how important it was for just to let women or just people in general, more towards women, that just want to just talk and be felt and be heard and be yeah. understood. They don't always um, want to feel like they're being fixed. They don't want to be fixed. But that's all I wanted to do. Well, let me fix your fucking problem. I would never <laughs> even listen. I'd be like, I know what you're about to say. Yeah, yeah that yeah, just no means because you're insecure. Listen, just or, do yeah, this. You're not it's happy fine. with yourself. I mean, so I'm already, I'm already looking to the end to find out. I know what all this bullshit is about. What you're trying to say is, let me just jump to, the, let me just jump ahead right now and just yeah. cut you off right there. But that that invalidates. I would imagine how much it invalidates them, and it also. Do you at the think? Whole time, do you think any part of that has to do with like you, it, you being a man? Because you know how men always just like, mm. if you're if you're bitching about something, I'm gonna find a solution. Whereas to women, it's like, so I'm just talking because yeah. I need to get it out. I need to express. It. I need yeah. to. So I think. Yeah, it might be a flaw of yours, but at the same time, it's a lot of men are like that. It's just my wiring. Yeah, it's I just kinda... have to problem solve everything. Yeah. Yeah, I can they get it. They just want to fix it. It's done. Yeah. We're good. I don't like this person. All right, we don't talk to her no more. It's not that simple. <laughs> <laughs> no. But she's a really nice person. She just pissed me off today. <laughs> oh, okay. And uh, and I can understand that if, if a man always tries to solve a problem, you're never listening to the woman. And then you're not actually, you're not listening to them. And I would get that all the time. Um, like I read that book, uh, Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus. Yeah. Have you read that? No. Because you were just talking as if you were by your, your lingo. Because I'm smart. Yeah, you just know people. I know you really, people. You know. I know things. <laughs> there was a, um, in the book, there was a chapter about that where they were like, where a woman would go in and start talking about like, oh, I hated my day today, and uh, my boss was such a dick, and you know I couldn't get all my files done. It was just on me, the clients, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then a guy would just be like, well, go quit your job. Let's look for another job. Then you're not happy. But I mean, if I if that's you know, switch around, if like I said that to you when you're when when you're coming to me with that, yeah, is that what you want, or do you want to just like you want to just be heard for a little while okay. and just be felt? And I'm so going to use this as an example. When I call you and I'm just like stressed out beyond belief because, you know, I'm so stressed out. I'm overworked. I'm this and that. And you tell me, okay, well, quit your job. No, I'm not going to quit my job. I say that to you? <laughs> no, you've never oh, okay. said that to me. I'm <laughs> going to say like, if you were to say that to me, I'm like, no, you idiot. Just listen to me. Yeah. I'm, I'm mad right now. I'm mm-hmm. like, just let it out. And I, you honestly have gotten way better at it. I, Me personally, I've never minded when like getting your input. Um, when I do come to to bend and things like that, but I can see where a lot of people would be like, just shut up and listen. Like that's it, because you won't listen. You'll just be like, no, listen. You need to do this and you need to do that. It's like no, you need to be quiet. And let me let, tell you what you need to listen. hear. Okay, I know you're blah blah blah, but <laughs> let me just end the suffering for you. This is what you need to do. Just do just it. It's fine. It's read crazy. this book, and I'm telling you, fix everything. Perfect. Yeah. So I. So in that, when somebody told me that I can't, I can't trust you, I can't come to you, count on you to just listen to me and just hear me in a problem, mm-hmm. that was probably one of the most impactful things. That's what I think actually sparked me wanting to do something like this. 
because I finally, for the first time, realized I wasn't even listening to anybody. Because that's a pure, you know, it's a pure, like, indication that I wasn't listening to anybody because all I was caring about was just how to fix them. Yeah. So I wasn't actually feeling them. And when I started to actually develop that, you know, kind of necessity to be able to want that, then it, it started changing things, made me want to listen more. And um, trying to learn how to listen is actually a hard fucking thing. It is. It's a hard thing to learn. Yeah. Because, um, especially nowadays, because everything is so instant, everything is still like, you get an immediate answer, you get an immediate response. Like, before you would have to send a letter, wait till you get a response. So, but now everything's like so, like, on demand that people, more now than before, listen with the intent to respond rather than actually listen to what the person is saying. And it's because, unfortunately, we live in an age where it's like, all right, all right, get it done, get it done, which I'm a big corporate of it because if you're saying that you're talking to me, I, I, I want to know what the end is. Mm-hmm. I want to know what, what's the question. Or I don't want to hear Where's this anything. going? Yes, where's this going? I, wanted, I don't want to hear all of it. You know, and yeah. And I think that's more of a, it's a female thing. I, I, I actually recently learned that it's actually, it's wired into a, a female for them to be completely detailed in every single thing that they say. Yes. You know, like, to explain something, like if a man to a man was talk, trying to explain a movie, like Jaws, you would just say, shark, <laughs> Jaws, you know, it would just be like, you know. Shark, eight people, that's the story. <laughs> Jaws, oh, okay, perfect. But then a yeah. woman would be like, uh, takes place in uh, New Jersey, um, brackish water, first attack. Yeah. Um, they, and they would just like, go over this whole thing and just be, yeah. it, it would take so long. They need to be detailed. It's called a meadow report. Told you about I've this? never heard of that. All right, no. so a meadow report, like we're talking <clears throat> tribes when we were kind of just being able to be established, like social beings. Okay. And in tribes, like men had a simple, men had a simple life. They just had to be able to hunt, and their thing was they needed to get, you know, get with their get with their tribe too. The men, they'd go out and they would hunt, bring it back, right? And okay. they'd be cooked and prepared. So they needed to be very laser focused and very and, and a lot of things. They were very cut and straight to the point because that's all they had to do. They just saw it hunt. They got to do it. Got to hunt them out, bring it back to the camp. Now, women, what women had to do is they had to collect, and they had to collect berries, and they had to collect nuts, and they had to cook and prepare the food that Mm -hmm. was coming back from them. They all worked together. But a woman needed to know, like when they went around and did a med report, they needed to know, like, what berries... Are, are good to eat how to prepare the berries when they're when they're available okay. when they do all this. so they need to know yeah. all this different stuff and they need to tell everybody else in the tribe too all the women need to talk about all this so that they can all be a part of being able to collect so one person tells the other person exactly what to do okay this is that you know this is a berry that you can or you can only eat this kind of way and you got to cook and prepare it this way so it's very detailed the way that that tribe had to work for the, the and women so that. we so we just got it's called a meta report. Yeah. You guys, you guys are just naturally needing to share things yeah. in ways so you can like leave clues everywhere so you can follow like a map. So mm-hmm. you need to leave a map in everything that you say. So that's why it's very detailed. Like women, like um, Kyler's mom was one. For instance, I never understood because she just talks so much, <laughs> and it's not like a bad thing. Like yeah. I get it now. I'm just like trying I to understand give you all the it information. now. It's, I get what she's trying yeah. to do, and you know what? It's just like, but now being receptive to that, I'm okay with it. I can like just like just listen to her now, knowing that this is just for her to get to like be able to tell her story. So it's. Um, it's it's bad, but that's what there's some people that are just so overwhelming, and all I want to do is just be like, just can just get to the point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but just get to the point. Yeah. So 
um, that was um, it, it's been crazy because when I started learning about myself, um, I started realizing things like it's like voices in your head too, and and by not being able to under like by not being able to have the capability of like listening to somebody else really and thoroughly, I realized that I don't listen to myself. Because the way in which I listen, and that could have happened first. I could always just be ignoring myself. And because of that, I ignore other people too. Because that's just the voice. That's the way I conversate. Because you conversate the way you like conversate inside your head. You know, you ever realize that? When things change and you start changing who you are, Mm -hmm. conversate different with yourself. And, you know, you're more elegant with yourself. Or in reverse things, if things are going bad, you're actually more mean to yourself. Yeah. So I started realizing that. And there was like these different voices in my head and learning how to really be able to listen i started listening to them and when you realize if you ever notice this like there's always a voice that happens right away the mm-hmm. first voice you you hear like usually like, like for me i'll be passing coffee table it's example all the time there's a cup there first voice is saying pick up the cup go wash it and put it away first voice says <laughs> the that. responsible voice it was very responsible voice wants me to win says go do these steps yeah second voice is like well I'm going to be, I'm going upstairs, so on my way back, I'll go and do it. <laughs> and then the third voice would be like, well, you know what, I don't have to do it then because actually I'm going to be probably having dinner soon, so I'll just use that cup. I don't have to wash it now, I'll wash it later. Yeah. And it gets fucking worse. If yeah. I don't answer it or act, it gets worse. Yeah. And then I get to the point where I want voice, to settle. Then it, it just like, you slowly just start like, well... Why, why, why even shower for three weeks? It's yeah, fine. Yeah, you're right. I don't even need to. I'm saving water. You know, there's people out there. Like, the voice yeah. gets to a point where it wants you to feel good, but yeah. it just, like, makes you settle. And then you go to the part where you're like, oh, I can deal with that. All right, I'll deal with that one. And then you stop it and then act on that. And mine's yeah. usually, like, the second and third voice. I usually go off second and third voice, which is not, like, exactly what I should do. It's yeah. a step down to what I should do. Yeah. So when I started hearing that, I'm like, okay. That's how I am in life. That might be the, that's that's probably like the best way to describe why people like become stagnant in their life because like the first everybody wants to do good. Everybody wants to like progress and be amazing or whatever, but then it's the voice. They ignore the first voice because yeah, it's work. And then they go to the second one. It's work. And they go to the third one, and then eventually it's just like you know what? I don't I don't need to do it. But go even further than that. Imagine you don't fucking answer because if you don't answer, it keeps going until you find an answer. And if you yeah. don't find an answer, all you do is you think about it after everything's fucking done. How many times have you sat there and just still thinking about the same shit all day long? Like, oh, why the fuck didn't I do that? Why didn't I fucking just just say that to him? I didn't even tell my boss that I did. So, you know, I should have just fucking told him that I didn't get yeah. the job. You you contemplate it. It goes, it goes on and on in your head. It gets worse and worse and worse. But now you can imagine what it'd be like for really fucking depressed people. They let that voice go and get so disempowering, Ooh. so disempowering to the point where it still brings them down past where they should have just said okay i'll do that yeah they're like no you know what you i actually like it better that we don't do anything i like i would rather the cups just stack right there the other cups and just once the table fills up that's when i'll fucking do it yeah and they get to a point where it's so disempowers them that that that's and they feel so bad like i feel bad if i let it go beyond the the third voice i'm just like gosh i did fucking better than that yeah Imagine when it gets to a point where you're actually okay. And it's literally, it's 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 so bad because it's it's almost a thing where it's like, you're, you're disappointing yourself. So disappointing yourself. You're disappointing yourself and, it, and that's like the worst. No, you're it's totally... like a parent, like your a parent is like, oh, you, sh- you know, you should do this, you should do this, you should yeah. do this. 
and then you just like don't do it and it's like oh god i let my mom down but it's like no we're, we're doing that to ourselves let myself down how, how do you have a conversation with yourself and then still fail yeah. How do you still lose? It's your conversation. It's your conversation. You're literally still losing in the conversation you're having with yourself. A thousand percent. Yeah. So when you when you realize, and this is what I started realizing, mm-hmm. this first voice is like a father. Okay, when we talk religions, we were talking about one of your questions. Do you okay, believe in yeah. God, right? Or do you, what's your religion? Oh, yeah. You know, what, you started, what religion do you yeah. identify as or what, what if religion? you do? A hundred percent. So me, it was like antagonist. I think it was antagonist. No, agnostic. Agnostic, yeah. That sounds more like what you said. Yeah. yeah. Agnostic is like, you don't really have any one direction. You don't necessarily not believe. Let's find the fuck out. Alexa, what does agnostic mean? As a noun, agnostic is usually defined as someone who is doubtful or noncommittal about something or, alternatively, a person who claims that they cannot have true knowledge about the existence of God but does not deny that God might exist. As an adjective, agnostic can mean of or pertaining to an agnostic or agnosticism. There you go. Oh, it's yeah, exactly, that's a perfect... It's exactly yeah. what I said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Maybe not that's so... Exactly how I put it. <laughs> Maybe not so intellectually spoken, but sure. <laughs> she did very good. She's right. She's, Alexa, she's on it. I change it to British. I wonder if I could do that. Oh, you Alexa, can I change your... What's it called? Accent. A question. Go to the help and feedback what? section of the Alexa app. Can I, can I change your what? what accent. You? Accent. Yeah. Alexa. <laughs> Where are you? Fuck? Can I change your accent? I'm afraid I can't change my voice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you look so sad. <laughs> there was no hope. There was no hope. You she was given so one voice, and that's it. I can't change my voice either. I get it. I feel you, Alexa. Um. <laughs> So, you know, being, um, I don't even know why this, where it was going. Oh, uh, what was the word again? Yeah, you got to keep me on track. It was agnostic. Oh, agnostic. We're yeah, going but, to, um, because, God, I'm just as bad as you are. It was about, it was about, um, not believing in God. The voice. So the voice. Oh, that's right. Being, okay. The voice being like a father, a God, call it. And they want you to do the best you can. So the first voice is always the first voice that they say to listen to. That's the intuition. That's when people know how to make a decision. They make mm-hmm. a decision because it's the first thing that comes to their head. Because knowing that the first voice is always the one that's looking out for you. If you listen to it and you start mm-hmm. having communication with yourself after you learn how to listen to yourself. So once you start doing that, you start to really pay attention to the voice. And then when you hear the first voice, you realize it's like your own parent just being like, I've been there before, just trust me, just go ahead and make sure you do yeah. it. Just do it this way. I've been there before. You want to be you want to be the best whatever you can be? Just do it first and be that kind of a person. So then things start changing. Then you start like really feeling confident with your decisions. And it's the most like all successful well, people. Well, yeah, because if you, if, you if you always follow the first voice and there is, there's no contemplating, there's no like, well, the second voice gave me a second option, not as great as the first, or not as responsible as the first one. And then there's the third voice. Oh, there's another option. Mm. If you continuously listen to the first voice, so you're like almost guaranteed success yeah. because it's the most responsible one, and there's, it, it will relieve stress. Period. Because there's no there's no more options. What causes people stress is options. What causes you stress? Options. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. That, that, that works out. Oh God! So many things cause me stress. <clears throat> What's the most recent thing that's causing you stress? Um, 
What's the main stress in your life right now? Okay, if you would ask me maybe two months ago, it would have been financial stability, right? Um, now because I I kind of I I'm obviously I'm obviously like not where I want to be in life mm-hmm. altogether, but I am okay right now. So, which what doesn't seem like a big stress, um, is traveling right now. Because I feel like I'm getting older and I've only been to very little places. You know what I'm saying? And it's always been like where I live. I've never really traveled outside of like where I'm at and stuff. And the reasons became such an issue right now because my niece and my nephew, they're growing up. And my sister lives in Iowa. And I haven't been able to go see them. Anonymous? Huh? Anonymous? Lives in Iowa? No. He lives in California. Oh. What are you talking about? Anonymous. They used to play. Softball. I called her anonymous. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. I completely forgot about that. Yes. Remember that? Her name was really like Griselda. Griselda. Griselda, yeah. But I called her. I don't know why I called her. uh, Because on the roster, when Chris put her on the roster, he put anonymous. Uh, And you looked and you're like, who is anonymous? Fucking stupid. (laughs) Fucking retarded. She is, uh, okay, so, so she's, she lives in California? No, she lives in, in Iowa, yes. Iowa. That's right. I don't even know where Iowa is on a map, that's sad. It's, I'm gonna sound so stupid. <laughs> I, I want to say it's like in central United States, more north. <laughs> we both... We both reached for our, we really our devices. Did. We both reached for our devices. It's, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you do it. Yeah, I got this. <clears throat> if I'm right, I'm gonna be so disappointed. I even second guess myself. Okay, let's see exactly where it is. Is it? No. Oh. Well, where did you picture somewhere like that? Sent. Something like that. Oh, Central North, yeah. United States. Yes. Huh. Well, you won. Look at that. Yeah, so, so it's so you want to travel more. You I do because I'm honestly like I uh, financially I love where I'm where I'm at now, which I couldn't have said like two three months ago. Um, and me and you had had a conversation a long time ago about like money. Yes. And um, one of the things that always stuck with me, but I never, I never um, committed to doing was like okay. Your light bill, you pay it every month because you know you have to pay it. You have to pay, you have to pay it every month and you always find money to have to pay that light bill. Why are you not making yourself, like why are you not putting yourself first? Mm. Where it's like you have to pay yourself. Mm-hmm. So every paycheck, I've been putting aside 100, 100 bucks. So in a month, I save 200 bucks a That's month. Cool. So That's, I'm like, and I'm, 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 yeah, and I'm going good. I'm going good so far, whatever. Like every, like I, before, literally paycheck by paycheck. Yeah. Living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. I pay my rent. That's it. I'm broke. You know, I'll have like a couple hundred dollars left so I can like, you know, get groceries and like whatever, like one single bill I could possibly like probably pay. Then the second paycheck is like, I have to pay all my bills. And it's like, boom, yeah. you're broke again. Mm-hmm. All you have is like just enough to survive. That's yeah. all I had, just enough to survive. And now it's like, 
I, I okay, I have like the rent money, no problem. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if my fucking like I had to go get an oil change before I would stress out because I'm like, mm-hmm. my car's gonna break down, it's, the problem's gonna be worse, and it's gonna just because I can't fucking afford to get a you know oil change. And I was like, oh crap, I need to get an oil change. Boom, no problem, go get an oil change. You know what I'm saying? So wow. it's like right now I, I I feel good where I'm at. So I guess you could say this stresses me too. Money money always stresses me whether I have it or I don't. Ooh. If I have money, it stresses me out. Right. If because I have something to lose. And when I don't have money, it stresses me out for obvious reasons, you know, paying bills. Mm-hmm. I have a ch- I have a child, mm-hmm. you know. So either way, money has always like me and money have never had a friendly relationship, I guess you can say. Because even when I was younger, I used to like hustle. So it was like I always had to have money. I never mm-hmm. wanted to run out. Mm-hmm. So ever since I was younger, I was always like, I guess you could say afraid of money. I was mm. always afraid to have money because I was scared of losing it. Mm. But even when I didn't have money, it was like I was like, I was like, I don't know. It's weird. I've always had like a weird relationship with money. So now when you say that you feared losing it and now you're actually developing a savings account. Yeah. Does that make you feel more on edge? Because now you, like you said, you have something to lose. Like yes. you're going to lose that rather than being in a position of like, I, like oh I, yeah I don't need to lose even if I did lose some I'm still okay yeah because you're now collecting like a little bit of a nest egg so yeah. and it's a beautiful thing this is actually something that someone else was talking to me about <clears throat> my friends I have, you know I have other friends that were just kind of talking about financial issues too yeah it's exactly what I told them too when it came down that's like what saved me it's just making sure that you like savings it's like why would we get paid we really get paid and we pay all of our bills and everything with the first amount and yeah. then we live on the rest. After we pay the bills and we, we feed ourselves and we do all that, we yeah. live on the rest and whatever the little bit there is. Mm-hmm. But it always depletes at the end of the day anyway, regardless. No matter and even, how much money you make. No matter how much money you make, yeah. it always gets to the point if you do it that way and that, that system that at the very end, you're going to have such little left that you're not going to be able to even work with it. It's actually going to be the point where it's like, that's when stress comes back, when you see how little you have left. Yeah. And then by changing that and with saving on every single paycheck, you're actually like, why are you working in the first place if you can't even take any of the money for yourself? You don't pay yourself? Like, yeah. what? You're literally working it's, to like, You pay just bills. made all that money. You're not even going to pay yourself any bit of yeah. a celebration. So while you're doing that, now every single time that you get paid, you're actually keeping money and you're becoming more valuable with your finances, with every single paycheck. Yeah. You're in a better position than you were the last period, always, because you've already put in your savings. So you always, every single paycheck, you create another another ceiling and floor. Boom. Now that, I'll never go below that. Boom. Never go below that. And then if you have something, God forbid something does happen, you lose a tire, something like that, now you have no worry that something could happen. Now what is life going to be like when like you don't, like you're okay with anything that happens. Yeah, and that. I, okay, in a way, I guess it's it's. Uh, I guess self doubt. A lot of it might be self doubt, just because. Like I said, I've never had a huge amount of money ever. Like my mom grew up poor, like yeah. you know, not poor, but very like lower class. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And. No, I'd probably say poor because I remember even when we were younger, we like lived in shelters and shit like this. I guess you would say poor. I just never, my mother never like put us in a situation where me and my sister felt like we were poor. You know what I'm saying? But I guess if you really look at it, I guess we did grow up poor. Um, And my mother, she just always 
she always had enough for us. She always had just enough. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of got that from her, I guess, now, where, like, I always have just enough. And since that's always been, like, my life, like, I, it's almost like I'm scared to, like, live outside of anything but that. Like, I'm scared to, like, actually be like, okay, I'm cool. I'm, like, completely comfortable. And it's weird. So, like, I'm literally, like, I check, which is so, so weird. Mm-hmm. I check my bank account. Like ten times a day. Oh, legitimately. Like oh. I, that's no bullshit. I literally, I'm so. I have such anywhere? a bad relationship with money. Yeah. So it's okay. so bad. So you had a bad relationship because you see what not having a lot is like. Yeah. Right. So, but right now your relationship with money is already changing because. You now control, like, money doesn't control you necessarily so much anymore. Am I correct? Like, no. You yeah. have more control over your money. Being more responsible. Money's almost working for you now. Because yeah. now you look at money and be like, every single time I'm, I'm get you money, I put you away. And you make me, you, you put me more comfortable. So yeah. money's actually making you more comfortable. So your it relationship, <laughs> it should be making you more comfortable. Yeah. It should not be fearing you. Because now money, you're you're dancing with money. So that it gives you what the benefit of like the peace, knowing that you're better off than you were last paycheck already. Because now you have an extra hundred dollars in the bank account. Now you have an extra in a month, two hundred. In yeah. a in a year, you know, over two grand. Okay? And that's just that. Not to mention bonuses. Not to mention the like the little perks you get. Not to mention like um what you're gonna get in um uh, taxes and all that stuff, and that builds up. In year, two years, you're at like six grand. You know what I'm saying? And then like in two years time, (laughs) you went from paycheck to paycheck to I can receive, I don't have to receive a paycheck for for months and I'd still be able to provide it myself. And then you look at your life knowing that like I'm worth how long I can survive without new income coming in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then you become self-sufficient at that point. Then a job isn't like your job. Like you feel great about your job because you can just do it and actually get the best out of it. But yeah. it's not a necessity, and you can actually look at your job as a way to actually be actually be able to improve to make more money now. Now that I know instead how money of it's works, like a way of survival, like I'm, I'm here every day because I have mm-hmm. to survive. I have to mm-hmm. survive. Where now it's like okay. thriving. Yeah, it's thriving. And then your relationship to money would totally change because you and money together are working together because you know money brings you peace yeah so your relationship to it should be one of elegance should be one of knowledge be one of respect respecting how money works you know and the way it comes in and what you can do it what it can do for you if you use it the right way like i'm like i'm obviously excited of like where i'm going and where i'm headed and stuff it just, it always has made me nervous. Like, I've always been like that. Even, like, when I was younger, like, if it was, like, a dollar, like, I'll put it away. And, like, I'll go check on that dollar, like, a hundred times a day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's, like, um, you know, back in the day, I used to get, like, straight up cash. Mm-hmm. And I'll count, I'll literally count the cash, like, several times a day. And I don't know what I'm counting, because I'm, like, there's, I mean, obviously nobody's going to steal it. Obviously, like, nothing like that. But I would just constantly count it. Because I don't know if, like, I felt like it was going to leave. Or it was, I don't know. It's so, it's the weirdest thing. And it's even weird. I've never said this out loud. 
Ever. Nobody. I tape the- all of my money down on a surface <laughs> so that it cannot be taken. The wind cannot blow it away. It is so weird. <laughs> it is so weird because I literally, I, I literally check my bank account 10 times a day. And it's, it's almost like, uh, it feels like almost like a form of OCD. Like if I'm, you know how people like they're on their phone, like just texting, like mm-hmm. that's kind of how it is where I'm just like, if you're sitting in, in a cafe and you immediately pick your phone up. Like, it's a tick for me almost. <laughs> like, I have to check my bank account. Like, if I have money in there, I have to check it. They must be hacking into my bank account <laughs> right now. I got to check. Get off your phone. You're making me nervous. I don't know. It's weird. Wow. Yeah. But I always have, like, a super okay. weird relationship. Like, I'm scared to have it. I'm scared to not yeah. have it. Yeah. You know? It's better to have it, though. It's not everything. I agree. It's not everything. <laughs> but it's definitely yeah. better to have it. Yeah. It makes life a whole lot easier. Yeah. Yeah, we can. And I mean, Jazera, you know, my daughter, Jazera, mm-hmm. she she's a hundred times happier because I'm not always stressed out. You know, she's just like, okay, mom, mom, mom's been chilling lately. <laughs> you know, what what's she on? And imagine that though. Yeah. Now imagine for her, cause like look how look how you grew up. You know. Yeah. Now, what's the difference now that you're bringing to Jazera in your relationship with her? Okay, now the way you the way you grew up, are you? are you living in such a way in lieu of that like you're you're doing it because it was done to you or are you because you x was done to you you're doing the exact opposite what effect has that had i feel like i'm doing the exact like opposite mind you i mean parents half the time don't really know what they're actually doing to their kids (laughs) because we're so oblivious of like what we do affects our kids or whatever um, but I feel like I'm doing the exact opposite just because I, because I have such an issue with money. I try to talk to Jazera now that she's younger and I have conversations with her cause she'll be like, Oh mommy, can I get this toy? Can I buy this toy? Can I buy this? So I was like, listen, because even now that I'm okay, like with money and everything, don't get me wrong. I'll buy her toys like every once in a while, sure. like on a special occasion or something. But she's like, Oh mommy, can I get this toy? It'll be like a $20 toy. And I'll be like, okay, I can buy you this toy now. I was like, or we can save it. I was like, you've been saying that you want to go visit, you know, Titi, which is, that's what she calls my sister, Titi. She's like, you want to go visit Titi? I was like, we can put that money away. Well, instead of instead of spending on something that what? You're going to open it in a week. You're going to get tired of it. It's going to be dumped somewhere. It's going to be, you know, broken or whatever. When we could put that $20 aside and keep it accumulating so we can go and, uh, you know, fly to see Titi. And she'd be like, okay, mommy, okay. And then, like, she gets it. So I want her to understand what it's like. I'm not saying no to you because, like, I don't have the funds for it or, like, mm-hmm. anything like that. I'm saying no, I have the funds. But that $20 can go to something so much more important. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I try and, like, I'm trying to, like, it, like, she's been getting money recently, like, for her birthday, you know. Um, like, I'll pay her sometimes for, like, little chores that are, like, not regular chores. Like, if I have her, like, I don't know, like, you know, clean the trash out of the car. You know, she'll be like, oh, okay, and I'll pay you, like, five bucks or whatever. Like, so she's been accumulating her own little money or whatever. And when we'll go out, I'll be like, okay, I'm a, we're going to go out. If you want something, you can spend your money. I'm not going to buy it for you. You're going to spend your money. I was like, so you have to think about it. If there's something more important that you want to buy, you have to, like, this money, you have to accumulate it to get that one thing that's more important instead of buying, like, you know, a Snickers bar or you know, a little doll that, like, you could really do without. It's not really your favorite toy. It's not something, like, oh, my God, you've been dying for, where there's, like, a $25, like, dollhouse or something that, you, like, you've like you been wanting. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's, like, you have to kind of save for what you feel is important. So hopefully it's doing good for her. And then, you know, my luck will probably just, like, screw her all up <laughs> anyway. 
some mommy issues growing up. Just because my mom, she, her money, her association with money sucked, and that's she the story. <laughs> she would never let me spend anything. I just had to save it, so now I want to blow it off. <laughs> no, I just want to fucking blow it off. Rebelling, bitch. Rebelling. <laughs> Fuck it. Going out. Party. It's on me tonight. Um, that's crazy. I love that concept that you do. You know what? It's like Kyler. Yo, he's. He's got childhood white privilege written all over him. Man. Oh god! I fuck it. I fucked it up, dude. Like he gets, <laughs> it's bad. Like he he goes just like he doesn't understand money at all. Um, oh no, Jerry is very like very aware of money because like even living in a household with my mom, my mom is not the best with money, which she's probably has never been really good with money. She tries, she tries, she does try, but she's just never been really good with money. My little sister, she's 15. High school and the era where it's like, you have to wear the cool clothes, you have to wear, you know, be in or whatever. So she'll take my sister shopping or whatever and just buy like clothes and jeans and shoes and all this other stuff. And I'm just like, but you don't have the money for that. Mm-hmm. And where me, like I will literally go to Target. I'll be like, I was like, you want this $5 shirt? We can get this $5 shirt. You know what I'm saying? And like, it's still... They'll buy more like expensive things because of like because their name brand or because of this. And me, I don't. I I'm honestly that person that just does not care about name brand. You know, say I'll wear like five dollar Walmart shirts. I'll wear like, and I want to engrave that in my daughter because I I find it so dumb. Like, don't get me wrong. I like pretty things too. I like things that are expensive too. But if I'm gonna break the bank just to buy it because other people are gonna look at it and think it's cool, like no. And I feel. That I mean, my sister, she's a teenager. That's what you're supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? But I I don't like that. It's so important that it has to be expensive for it to, like, mm-hmm. mean anything. You know what I'm saying? So, like, even Jazeera, she'd be like, oh, well, you know, can I have this? Can I have that? I'm like, why do you want this? I was like, the only reason you want this is because friends at your school have it. I was like, is it something that you really like? Or is it something that you think is cool because everybody would be like, oh, my God, that's cool. You know, and don't get me wrong, Melissa deserves it. She's like a freaking scholar. Like she has straight A's and everything. So my mom's excuse for doing it is like she deserves it. She gets good grades, which I agree. If you get good grades, you do deserve. You do deserve to be spoiled. If you're doing what you what your what your job is to go to school and get good grades, then yeah, you do deserve to be spoiled a little bit, but not if it's. At the cost of like, you're gonna be broke. You know what I'm saying? And I, I never understand that concept. Like I always like, for Jazeera's like birthdays and things like that. Like I'll, I'll spend a little more than I would normally, but I always explain to her like, hey, I'm doing this because it's your birthday and this and that. I don't know. It's, a, it's a weird. Is that weird? Is it weird? I don't know. Because weird. Because. I think you're just trying to. We're all just trying to make it up. We don't know what the fuck we're doing. You know, if yeah. if I go to, you know, if I'm looking at it, it, Kyler, okay, you were saying like, okay, you get good grades. You get good grades and you get toys, you get clothes, you get the more expensive things, you get treated a little bit better, you, you know, get to spoil yourself a little bit. So now it's like, then you start programming that in a childhood, it's what can we do to like, what, what like made us feel so loved growing up allows us to kind of create how we live in life so what's that doing to kids that are just getting like their so they start to learn that like success 
is love. So then they start to become someone that's very successful and driven because they realize that that's how I got my love. That's how I got what I wanted. Yeah. So and that becomes like a winning formula that success becomes that. But then what happens on the adverse? Because maybe there's a, a shadow to that too. So yeah. what is and that And that's shadow? why, okay, that's, that's like, but that's, yes, that's exactly right. But where you're doing good, I'm going to buy you something. You're doing good, I'm going to get you this expensive thing. You know, And... I get it in a way. I 100% do. Like, yes, if, you, if you're doing good, you deserve it. You 100% deserve right. it. But, okay. I'm going... The best example I can give you, there was a day... I'm very big on, like... I don't give a fuck about name brands. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I'm very big on that. Um, Giselle's uncle, on her dad's side, he used to work at a shoe store, uh, like Foot Action or something. And so, he, during school time, he would buy her, like, six pairs of shoes because he would get like major discounts because you know during school they already have like discounted shoes and then on top of the discounts he would have his employee discount so he got major discounts on them so she would have like straight jordans okay okay which is like the most expensive sneaker technically or whatever besides like whatever now is coming out because you have all pretty sneakers and everything and then there was a day i guess like i don't remember exactly but i think like i saw her I heard her telling like my little sister about like how she was like bragging to some other kid about like that she had these expensive shoes she had these expensive shoes and I got so mad I was like you don't do that I was like if you wear the I was like, you wear the shoes because you like them you don't wear the shoes to show them off to people to show people that you're better than them so I literally like wouldn't let her wear the shoes for two weeks like I took the shoes from her and then after I did that like I sat down and I like explained to her I was like listen you have to understand I was like you I was like mommy couldn't afford those shoes you know what I'm saying? You got lucky and you had an uncle that worked at the store. But there is kids at, at your school that their parents don't afford that stuff. You know, that their parents, like, have to buy them shoes at Walmart. And how do you think that's going to make them feel that, that you're in their face being like, oh, my shoes are prettier. My shoes are this. You know what I'm saying? And then you, now they feel like crap because of something that you showed off and you bragged about. And now they feel like, you know, like they're like they're worth less because of something that they're wearing, because of something like that their parents couldn't afford. You know what I'm saying? And I hope she understands that because I always instill that in her like you're not more important than somebody just because you have prettier clothes or more expensive clothes or anything like that. You know, I used to think that it was I was that kid. I was that kid. I got um, my dad didn't, we didn't have much money growing up either, but. We made it. We made it by. We made it by that. I never thought we were really poor, but I just we didn't do that. Well, my dad always got like we. My dad always got us stuff. Yeah. He always did like cool shit. Like we always had game systems, and we always had like go karts. I had fucking Chinese stars, nunchucks, and shit. And my dad like he like made some shit. Took broom handle, put some put a fucking couple holes in there, tied <laughs> rope in it. We had fucking nin- like ninja shit. Like, yeah. We just we always did like cool shit, cool experiences. So. What I'm trying to do, like what you were doing, you're trying to travel, right? Like, it's like showing our kids, like, there's the money aspect of things. There's all that, but it's just like, well, how do you get a kid to, like, kind of, like, learn that that stuff's not the important thing? I used to think that was all so important. Yeah. I need to wear the $60 jeans, Jenko's, big-ass fucking thing. Do you know what Jenko's look yes. like? Yes. Look at me. Look at me as a, <laughs> as a little kid. Okay, wearing these big. Fucking... You are even smaller than you are now, <laughs> dude. Like I wear skinny jeans now, which is weird as fuck to know like what it went from. And to like where you, you said, are now. things change, yeah. styles change. You're. I don't need to have like my. 
ten dollar shirt, bitch. Ten dollar <laughs> shirt. That's what I'm talking I'm about. Proud of this. Like it's nice. It's just like I don't mind. It's a, whatever. It's just like I just like whatever. Just feels good. You don't give a fuck what anybody else cares about. Yeah. And that's when you get to that point and you're free. So like it's so great. Yeah. Because you honestly okay. The reason we fuck our I, I like I figured it out because the reason Ooh. we fuck up our kids. Here is we because go. we tell them, right? I'm sure you've told Kyler, listen, you treat people well. You know, you probably had the conversation where it's like, you know, you're not better than this kid because yep. he has, yep. you know, shitty ass clothes or whatever. But you would not go to like the fucking, I don't know, thrift shop, go buy Kyler some shoes and let him go to school in them. You're right. That's why we fuck up our kids. Son of a bitch. You're right. <laughs> Because I'm telling you one thing. I'm telling you, like, no, you're not better than this kid because of this is on the third. And you're telling me it's okay if this kid's wearing this. It's okay if, you know, whatever. But you would never go and have Kyler do that. We're hypocritical. We're so hypocritical. Because, okay, you have money. You're not poor in any way, shape, or form. But in some way, because you bought Kyler those shoes and put them on him and sent him to school, that he's immediately just lost value. Like to the people, at, like well, to the kids at his school. Yeah, white, you know what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. White privilege. He's got it. He's got it. I got my kid. My kid has white fucking privilege. It's bullshit. Well, he's white, so it was like inevitable. Yeah, but I get <laughs> it now. He's spoiled. He's spoiled his shit. Like mm-hmm. he goes to his stores, and I buy him shit, man, and stupidest fucking toys and I know it too I'm oh, like yeah. oh I'm gonna buy you this Pokemon cards yeah go get that because I'm a cool dad and shit I'm cool dad and you get these fucking Pokemon cards and the most excitement we get is when you first open it up you throw out all the bullshit and you just get the one little hologram one that has like 60 HP dad I'm like does that make him like better than everything else or is it like he looks cool but it's just like and then like that card just gets tossed in the tossed in the, the car somewhere and yeah. does nothing he doesn't do anything with it yeah these toys are fucking stupid mm-hmm. so that's why I like ventures I like adventures I want to do more adventures where you take them somewhere do something with them rather than like yeah buy them crap you can't buy them. like what was your stupidest thing when you were a kid what was the stupidest thing you used to do? Well, right now you'd be like you're an idiot. Like when I used to go out and play. Yeah, maybe. Like, what did you? What were you into? Like, what did you think was cool? Some bullshit you would look back at now and be like, oh man. Oh my god, I'm like, sure I there's used to do like the skip it. You know, the skip it thing. I was a skip it kid. You know, what's skip a it? skip it? Skip it, skip it. You don't know the skip it? <laughs> no. Oh my god. What is skip Hold it? On. We're pulling it up. You don't know skip it. It's an actual game. It's a game you just play in the fucking playground. Yep. Take it into the take it into the yard. Watch. Let's show you this fucking shit. <laughs> skip it to me sounds like hopscotch. Oh, not really. Skip it. Commercial. Two thousand? Bullshit. That was a lot earlier than two thousand. Don't fuck with me. Here it is. I mean they probably still played it in two thousand. Don't give me an ad. Oh, the one leg? Oh my god. They still sell those. They literally still sell those in the stores. The fucking counter. Whole lot more. Oh my god, I'm mad you know this. Oh my god. I remember this fucking commercial. That was a shit that was like when I was watching um like Hey Dude and like all these cool shows back in the day. Pete and Pete. And uh that was just on. 
So that's one of my curse words. But anyways, but like, I mean, what when was we're your younger, no, I mean, when we're younger, we used to play a lot of board games because it was like me and my sister. So I like I lived with like my best friend, so I could play board games. But we used to play a lot of board games. Favorite board game. <sighs> You're not going to believe me. And me and my sister probably weren't playing it the right way. But me and my sister used to play checkers a lot. Checkers is fucking dope. We used to play checkers a lot. And we probably... Because I'm thinking, I'm like, we were really young. I was like, do we even understand the concept of checkers? But we mm. always had the checkerboard out in front of us. And like, and it was like the one where it's like had checkers and chess in it or mm-hmm, whatever. Mm-hmm. I knew we weren't playing chess right. I don't even... <laughs> I couldn't even comprehend chess now. <laughs> There's no way we could have been playing that right. But, yeah, I think checkers, we used to play checkers all the time. And then, like, there was, like, Candyland and, like, those, like, games from, like, back in the day, too. But the one that's, like, I remember always playing. Like, we used to, like, get in trouble all the time because we, um, me and my sister shared a room up to, like, I, I wouldn't even know how old we were. We were, like, teenagers. And we used to be in the same room when we were, I was maybe seven or something, maybe younger. And... We're supposed to be sleeping, so we would like put the covers over our heads and put like a light, like a flashlight, mm-hmm. and we would play checkers under the sheets. Fucking no way! Like prison rules. It's all right. Lights out. We're going. Lights we're out. Gonna... <laughs> Lights yeah. out. Yeah. And mom come in there. She's like, "What are you guys doing? It's time to go to bed." Yeah, I remember that. When I play checkers, it almost seems like I'm playing chess. I never knew how calculated. Checkers? checkers can be. Oh yeah, it's strategy as fuck. Yeah. When I was a kid, I used to think it was just like quick games. Uh, 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 gotta jump, and it was just like no. it was so quick. Yeah. It didn't mean any. It was. It didn't. It didn't seem hard. No. Checkers for me is like I sit there. I'm like I, I'm scratching my chin. I'm like, all right. So if I do that, she might jump me. But then I could have an open. Yeah, jump but when you're younger, you didn't, you didn't think no, about any of that crap. Everything thing. was so much simpler. That's why. So much simpler. Yeah, your mind is so much simpler. You're just like I'm not thinking about what's gonna happen after like. You know, after this moment, but that moment, I know. I just having fun here, just living life, <laughs> playing checkers. Playing checkers. Yeah. Checkers is a dope fucking game. Yeah, I, I like used to checkers. Mmm. Mmm. Damn. Like, what's weird? I was thinking about this the other day. Like when we were kids, I don't know how you were, but when I was a kid, we would play all the time outside. Like, we would just be gone. Like, we'd ride our bikes through our little neighborhood, cozy oh, yeah. and everything. We'd I don't go, remember ever being stop inside. Everybody. Nobody was inside. Nobody was Everybody ever was outside. Inside. We wanted to. Like, and we used to get punished. You have to stay inside. <gasps> oh, my God. Like, that is so try to punish true. one of our kids right now. You stay inside today. they are like, okay. fucking about time. Thank God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, what it was like, we couldn't go outside. So, we didn't go outside. So, now what I was thinking about is when we went outside we uh, probably a little bit different from you because I'm a little bit older but we didn't have phones so when we went to go play we no. used to play we used to call from home phones of our friends bring bring mm-hmm. to my dad's landline and say hey pops um I'm at um I'm at Nick's house all right I'll see you at dinner yeah. time so well when I was okay well I got I think of my first self when I was like maybe 14 so oh. I was, right, I was a little right bit there. older. Yeah, I was a little bit older or whatever. And they were like the like early on, like not that great of phones. Um, when we were younger, same shit. We used to live in a neighborhood where we pretty much knew all the kids on our street. So we would they would all come to like our area. We'll go to their area. As long as my mom knew like where we were, it was like, 
all right, just come check in with me. That was my mom thing was come check in with me every hour. Yeah, every hour. Every hour. All right. Well, because mind you, like our friends literally live like on the other. Huh? Did you call, check in, like call, no. or you had to go home. Like go home. Like she needed to see I'm us. Here. Yeah, mom's a little crazy. Okay. No, no, it's cool. <laughs> But still, she's a little crazy. But no, like, because on the backyard, our backyard led to, like, an, uh, like, another apartment complex, and our friend stayed on the other side of that wall. Okay. So to get home was literally like, hey, mom, and just like, okay, well, she's okay, Got they it. checked in, we're all good. But all day, like, we were, we, we would run to the freaking gas, not the gas station, it was like a corner store. Right. Right down the street, like the 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 closest like fast food place was like College Junior. That was like mm-hmm. right down the street, running up and down this like we used to play the most epic games of is it dodgeball? I don't know. Where you, you would sit, <laughs> you like they would sit in the middle. Uh, like people would sit in the middle, and there was like people over there, people over here, and like you try to tag out as many people as you can, like with the ball, with like yeah. the with like the bouncy dodgeball. Dodge is it yeah. dodgeball? Is that what it's called? Most of it, because, like, our street, it wasn't really a busy street, so there would be, like, a ton of kids. Like, my mom's, like, brothers would come out, too, because at the t- like, my mom's a lot older than her brothers. Like, they were, I think they're probably, like, 10 years older than me. And it was so freaking amazing. We would be out there playing dodgeball all day long, all day long. Come home with all kinds of bruises, because damn dodgeball hit me in the face or something. We used to play fucking manhunt in my neighborhood. All the kids got together. We had a cool neighborhood growing up. Same thing. We used to play kickball. We used to play all this kind of football. We used to play everything. Everybody mm-hmm. used to get together. It was cool. People got together and shit. And we had no in touch with our parents. What I'm getting at now today, our kids have phones. You know, sometimes they have yeah. phones. They're tracked. We literally have trackers on our phones. Oh, yeah. And we won't I let our kids to the... But we won't even let our kids to the fucking oh, no. mailbox by themselves. Like, what the Isn't fuck that is that? Isn't that crazy? Don't you go to the mailbox. You know, it's... Oh, my God. Okay. I was like, talking... I think fuck? I was talking to... Why? I was talking to my older sister about this. Because this even happened, like, during my little sister's time. Because, you know, me and my little sister are 12 years apart. Yeah. So, she was very little, and I was already, like, a teenager and stuff like that. And I was like, isn't it crazy how, like, we literally just let Gabby to, like, start going out by that, like, to the car by her side. She forgot something in the car. I'll be like, okay, just go to the car. And I'll have to, like, I'll still watch her go to the car. <laughs> and she's 15. You know what I'm saying? Like... And us, it was like, we were running around the whole neighborhood. Like, down the freaking street, around the corner, everything. And, like, why? Why do we think? It's just, like... Because when I was Jazeera's age, for can... sure, I was already out and about. Like, I used to walk home from school by myself. Well, not by myself. Like, there was a ton of kids. Huh? You're no G. I'm an OG. Yeah, like, there would be a ton of kids, like, walking to the same neighborhood. Like, walking with a group of kids. But, essentially, I'd be walking home by myself. No grown-up. No adult. Everything was okay. And it, and it was fine. How many times you get raped? <laughs> <laughs> Never think. Good. No. People get snatched up all the time, apparently. You want to know something weird, though? There was this one time. Oh, yes. It was creepy. Go on. Me and my sister were playing, and that, that day was just like me and my sister like with none of the other kids in the neighborhood. And we lived like it, it was a apartment complex that my grandparents owned or whatever and the parking lot had like a black gate where all, like you have to open the black gate cars go in close the black gate we were outside the black gate so we're, the, we're on the on the street and we were playing with some ball or something or whatever and then there's a van who comes 
who like drives down our neighborhood, right? The white van, the white sketchy, dirty fucking rapey like van. that's definitely yeah, what, a rapey free van. puppies, shit like that. <laughs> free puppies, yes, hey, kids, literally. I got a huffy in here. Come on. He drives past us, or like I don't know who it was because the windows were like fucking tinted or whatever, and so he drives past us, and I feel like me and my sister were just smart, and we have no faith in our kids mm-hmm. <laughs> nowadays. But he drives past us, and then he just stops. And we're like, me and my sister just look at each other and we didn't wait. We didn't like wait like for nothing. We just look at each other and immediately like booked it to the house. We're just like, not maybe <laughs> me today, sir. Not today. <laughs> not today, sir. But yeah, it was like, I, I am convinced, both me and my sister are convinced that that man was going to kidnap us. A hundred percent. Why do people want people? <laughs> Why do people want people? I don't know. I don't fucking know. The hell is this? Yeah. Shit. Isn't that weird though? I literally had an almost got kidnapped story. We are hundred percent convinced. The first of all, the, the the van was creepy. And it's like an it's like a street that goes leads all the way out. So it's like, oh, it's a dead end, I have to stop and make a U-turn or something. No. He stopped like dead in his tracks. In the middle of the street. Oh, fucking out. We're out. There's dude, no way. Dude, I'm not gonna lie. If I had an opportunity as a kid, I think I would I would have been the kid that got snatched up. Are you kidding? I probably would have went into the oh, right. You offer me the right thing, I'd be right in that fucking van. I'd go right No, in. no. Free skittles. We were candy. super like big on like especially because like I told you. Did mom, you have one of the safe words? No. <laughs> but What's my mom, a safe word? What's a safe word? Oh, is that what it's called? There's some kind of word. Do you even get more of that? No. <clears throat> when I think when when somebody would else like would have to pick us up from school. Mm-hmm. And not like my mom when she's like signed in or whatever. Like they, they, we had a password. Like if it was my grandmother you, or somebody. You had a password? That we had. They had a password. What that was it? The pers- I don't remember. Come on. What was it? Like Strawberry Fields? No, I think it was like a color or something. I think it was something stupid like that. Okay. Like they had a password that like they would have to give to be able to like pick me up. Oh my God. Yeah. You, why, why, were you, why do you think you were the dumb kid? Like why do you think you would get snatched up? A gullible. Right, but probably try to. Right. You think so? Yeah, I don't oh, know. God. Maybe I don't know. I just look at it now. It's so because I was just so. I am now. Like I think the world's a good place right now. <laughs> you can fuck. You can fucking fool me all day long, man. I. I Embezzling money from you. Everybody. Just everybody just takes money from me, and I'm just like <laughs> free. You know, like you want gas? <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah I got you. It's you. fine. It's fine. I'm so just like. Uh, no. No. We were well, like I told you, I probably get was, snatched up now. Crazy. So my mom was like super like, if you see somebody, I don't care. Don't let them get near you. You run immediately, you know, da, 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 and like you stay, stay together. And like, oh, like my mom was like always embedding in us. Just like, be safe, stranger danger. Da, like always, 100% all the time. Sometimes I get I get concerned about Kyler. I think he'd be okay. But your kid's a cute kid too. He's a cute, that would snatch. The that sh- would snatch, snatch him, him immediately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually probably out in the hunt for someone like that. <laughs> you know? <laughs> he's gonna be out in Mexico yeah. somewhere. Hey, I got a uh, got Minecraft in the van. You want to go check it? He'd be done. Oh my god! Done. Yeah, I have a real it life Pikachu. With, it like, worries me with Jazera because she's like super friendly. Mm. She's super friendly. She'll talk to any stranger. She'll just like, I'm just like, dude, you can't you can't be talking to everybody. I mean, you can talk to him. Just don't don't like don't jump in the van. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I don't know why more like I don't know why you don't hear more people like snatching up dogs. Is that Who a thing? Who wants a dog? I think more people would want a dog than want a kid. I mean, that's not really a crime. 
I mean, I guess, yeah, because they're... Take my dog. That's fine. I can't do nothing about it. Oh, fuck, you got away. Shit. Okay, but okay, if you call, okay, if you call the police, well, no, okay, that, well, I'm helping your case in that in that sense because it's like, I guess people, more people would snatch up dogs because it's not as big of a, a big crime a as I like, stole a kid. Sorry, I didn't know that was... If someone told me it was wrong, I wouldn't have done it. Yeah. Is this frowned upon? Is it not right? I don't know. But... No, I don't know. I don't because I, 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 I do. I am concerned with Jazera just because she literally would talk to anybody. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you want to go to the park? Sure. Let's go. No problem. We really, we really, we made babies. We put humans into this world. You realize that? We made dumb babies. We made dumb babies. We were smart. Our parents made smart. Well, no, you said you were dumb too. I was a dumb kid. <laughs> you you're speak for yourself, huh? <laughs> speak for yourself. <laughs> Miss out the streets alone. Shit. I, run I the almost streets. got kidnapped, yeah. and I found my way out. I'm trying to see if I had a kidnapping story. I don't know. Oh my god, my brother was kidnapped. What? Yup. Let me tell you about like, it. Like real, like real deal, kidnapped in the car the whole nine. Got away. My brother and my other brother were together. They were at a store. Wawa, in fact, at my hometown. Not Wawa. Yeah, the one guy, I think he had a gun, and he and he got my brother. My brother's like a tea. My brother's like a teenager, like an older teenager, probably sixteen or something, yeah. watching my other brother, my big bro, my other brother, and they were watching. Wait, my other brother with Kevin. One like brother was watching the other brother. Yeah, one brother was watching oh, the other okay, one because okay. they were older, so they were up in a store. This is the, what I remember out of the conversation. Then he got snatched up. I think he had a gun and everything. They put him in the car, and they kept him in the car. I remember my brother was. Uh, my brother was getting uh, kidnapped, and he was sitting there, and the guy was talking to him. He's like, he was hungry. I think he bought him from some like ice cream or something like that. Um, at least he bought him ice cream. Probably my, my brother ice cream and threw them down. <laughs> oh, at least he yeah. bought him ice cream. But I remember my brother was really upset. He was crying. He's like, why are you crying? Brother goes, because oh, I'm going to mess the Simpsons tonight. My brother's kidnapped, and he's concerned that he's missing the Simpsons tonight. And that's what he was upset about. They The police finally came, and, and you know... Uh, is this a real story? That's a real story. It doesn't even sound real. It sounds fake as shit, but I promise you it's real. Yes. It's a family tale. It's happened. What in the hell? Yeah, so my brother was kidnapped. I never was. With ice cream? Yeah. My brother used ice cream. So I guess people do kidnap people. I just don't know why. I mean, I'm sure they do. I get like hostage situations. Hostage situations. I get. Well, yeah, okay. Well, hostage situation. Hostage situation is not... Heck, I mean, I guess it's technically kidnapping, but not really. Yeah. Because I mean, you're not taking them somewhere. You're like in. Oh well, I guess you could take them somewhere. You can take them anywhere. So you strap a bomb onto them and stuff. You can yeah. take them anywhere. I guess that's true. But I do understand a hostage. I mean, it's not right. <laughs> Still, but a hostage situation makes more sense because you need some kind of leverage so the police don't take you. But straight up kidnapping somebody. Because there's sick people in the world. That's people who kidnap. Because they're, they're fucking sick. Sick individuals. What is one thing you ever like? Like, there's something about it. Do you ever have these, like, weird thoughts? You ever have these weird thoughts that, like... Like, if, if normal people heard your thoughts, they'd be like, what the fuck are you thinking about? Like, I have these thoughts, for instance... If you told people what your thoughts were? Well, I just have these thoughts in mm-hmm. me. It's weird thoughts that I almost want a crisis to happen. 
so that what? I can get, get there. We go. Exactly. What kind of person this, are you? Exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. So I almost want a crisis to happen, so I can discover what I'm made of. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, like that. You okay, that saying? seemed weird without like the the context mm-hmm. of it, but mm-hmm. you jumped to conclusions. I did. I'm like, fuck, fuck <laughs> out of here. <laughs> get the fuck get out, out of here. Get crisis. <laughs> you come here so we can plot, like, so I can be part of your plot of a crisis because I'm not gonna be part of it. I came here just to talk, Chris. <laughs> I came here to, to like talk. just We're talk. Talking. That's, That's it. it. Uh, no, yeah, I have that. Where it's like kind of like the zombie apocalypse kind of thing. Like, I think, I think that everybody's like kind of go to where it's like, will I survive the zombie apocalypse? I know I will, because Kyler's got a lot of Nerf guns, and they take out zombies. We we fight off zombies. Zombies don't last. I know. In his house. I watch your your Snapchat with they him don't all last the time. In his house. So I really think <laughs> zombies if there was a, a zombie apocalypse, I'm no joke. Think Kyler would be like, Dad, Dad, <laughs> this is the real. This deal. is it. We did. I did, we're doing this. Now what I'll do is what what Nerf gun do you want? And you'll come out. You can take all the Nerf guns out. You play them all out. It's like we gotta win this one. It's like we got this, and he's gonna be—he's gonna be divvying out guns and stuff. He's gonna be loading on up. He's gonna put all extra clips and stuff. Okay, it's legit. Like I really think that if you're going to kill zombies with your Nerf guns. <laughs> I, but that's what I'm saying. Is this what you're if telling shit, me? If shit popped off and there actually was a zombie apocalypse, okay, the real deal shit. I think Kyler would think that we can take care of it all. With all oh, Nerf absolutely, guns. no joke. He would be sitting there with with Nerf guns all over him, and he'd be like looking like. Looking like some kind of like Rambo. Rambo. Take. I can out totally see that. You're gonna be. You're gonna have to sit him down. Listen, son. You remember all those other times we took out the zombies? <laughs> We're just playing pretend. This we guy will literally some eat your face in our off. day, really, bud. We did. We slayed all the zombies in here. We can't do that. Are you trying to be a good dad? <laughs> Still playing along. Okay, we're gonna die, but. <laughs> Here they come! There they come! Dun 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 dun! Ah, screaming like Braveheart! Oh my god! <laughs> Take that would out actually these be hilarious. No you guys be the first ones out. Yeah, that's it. sorry guys, we're not last. If we're not repopulating, <laughs> we're not part of it. Count us out. I'll tell you what not to do. Mm-mm. Shit, there was a uh, so. Yeah, we got little humans in us. Absolutely. You want more? And they think about weird stuff. Do you want more? Do I want more? Kids. No. Oh. I would never. <laughs> How dare ever. you? <laughs> How dare you even ask me that question? No, I do. I get that question asked a lot, especially by my family. And I'm like, no, I'm just, I'm just that person that just got it right the first time. <laughs> got it right the first time. Shit. <laughs> no. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Absolutely not. Now, I always say no, initially. But then I always always further explain. If I one day meet a person that I feel is worth having another kid with, and it's something that's very important to them, depending on how our relationship is, then maybe I would be open to it. You'd brew another one. Maybe I don't know. I'm 26, dude. Am I mean? 26? Um, 20. What's yes, what's yes, yes. I calculated this the other day with my little sister because I forgot yesterday too. 26. I'm 26. Prime. I'm turning 27. Prime. This October. Oh, October. We're October babies. Yeah, we are. Yeah. 17. Two days apart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
remember that. Yeah. But yeah, I think if I read the right person under the right circumstances and like, yeah, maybe, but no. Right. My answer is cool. no, but in more depth, eh, there's a small chance. If it, if I met somebody that chance. was really important to them to have a yeah. kid, and I was like in love with them and mm-hmm. whatever, like love is obviously like a compromise. So I would I would probably do it because I would. I mean, it's the only reason I say I would be open to it because if I had another kid, I'm going to freaking love that child. Mm-hmm. It's not like I'm like if I have another kid, well, oh, goddamn, here's another one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like it's not really a lose for me if I do have another child, but I don't want to have another child. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Okay. So maybe. How about you? Are you gonna think another? I want more. Two. I want more. How many? I originally wanted three. That was. I my think that's. Plan. I think it's a very popular number. It's a very popular number. Yeah. So then I started thinking about it. I'm like, all right. So Kyler's nine now. There's a hell of a gap already. Mm-hmm. Like you know about the gap. Yeah. You know. Me and my sister, twelve, yeah, 12 years. years. So mm-hmm. it's gonna be kind of almost similar, to be honest. Maybe I don't know. It's gonna be within the kind of a year or two of that. Ooh. So, so it's gonna be that. But that's why it's, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I mean, I can go either way. You know, Kyler obviously wants me to have a get him a baby brother. So I can go either way too. I can get another. I can get another boy, which I'd like. I'd like to get another boy because it would be cool. Yeah. But I also wouldn't mind a girl. I would love that relationship to have with a girl. Oh, I love daddy daughter relationships. Oh my God. I think they're the cutest thing ever. Like I have a cool like, and you're like son. The, you, you have father. a cool. You have what I say is like the American dream of like a father, hmm. father son. Hey, like get your fucking heart out. Keep going. What the, mind you, America's dream, not in huh? the best place. Okay, so <laughs> I don't know if that's much of a compliment. <laughs> Just say it. But no. You got yeah, like you guys have like you guys have a really like strong bond. You guys are like friends. You guys you know, you guys are and you guys look fucking adorable together. You know no. what I'm saying? We're good as a unit. So I can see, huh? We're good as a unit. Yes. God, not. Very good. So then seeing, imagining you with a girl. Oh my god. Cute. It will be the most adorable thing That's ever. Cute. Little dances. I'd spin her. I'd spin her a lot. A little, a little dress kind of. You would told. You would totally be that dad that practiced her her her. Her ballet recital with her. Oh my god! You that. would so be that dad. So be that dad. I love that. I love that, that for you. Daddy daughter dance at, daddy at the wedding. Dance. <gasps> oh. oh yeah. A dipper. We're gonna be so old by then. A dipper. Oh my god. I'm not getting old. I'm getting. I feel better every year. I swear to God. If you looked at pictures, you want to look at pictures when I was like 21. When you were 20, when you were 21, you look like you're 14. It was bad. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was bad. Well, that, I mean, that's good mm-hmm. in your sense because you kind of got the upper hand. Like, you started, like, getting older at a really, like, older age. Because, like you said, when you were 21, you still look like a kid. Yeah, I still look like Mind a kid. when I was 16, I stopped getting fucking ID'd. Hey, you know. <laughs> 16, man. I had this little part in the middle. It was, oh, oh my God. God. Yeah, I look like a tool bag. You know what though? A lot of people, a lot of people that look back at their like old pictures are like, "Oh my god, I look like shit." I I love my old pictures. Do you? I love them. Son of a bitch. Yeah. You gotta bring them in sometime. I, I do. I will, because I liked it. What I saw. Maybe not the really no, even the really young ones. I was a freaking cute kid. <laughs> I was. I like look at my pictures. I was like, damn, I was cute. I was just cute. Super cute little kid. Super cute. Super cute what was your thing? What was your favorite thing to do when you were a kid? Mm. What were you like known for? Were you like a princess? 
or uh, army no. commander? When I was, yes, my mother. When I was younger, I was literally like the most girly girl ever. Ooh. Which, yes, you can. Hey. Yes, she's I was, in there somewhere, huh? Do you dance? I used to dance. I used to sing. I used, used to like to sing. everything. Oh, you got, you got, you do got pipes like a songbird. <laughs> and before I actually started smoking, like they, it was actually good. Um, but yeah, I used to dance, I used to sing, and I used to talk like a straight up freaking like Cali Valley girl, like. Oh my, oh my god. god. Yeah. <laughs> the voice that now annoys me. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's how I used to talk. That's so funny. God. I listened when I was a kid. I was um I had this live journal, right? And Oh, I, I Oh my god. Was it Did the re- thing that you sent me? Oh my god. So if you ever Oh my read, god, like, you were when you so look funny. when you look at the way I when you when it's weird to uh the one time I went on I went on Instagram live and I was reading, I was reading my live journal entries. Are you live. kidding? Nothing. How did I miss this? Oh man, it was late at night. It was like ten, eleven o'clock at night. I would have to I message couple, you, Chris. Couple, stop it right now. Oh my god, a couple people looking in, you know, and we were and we were talking, and some people wanted to hear it. Like you would, you would listen to, you would listen to my live journal entries, and I was so emo back then. You would think like all you would, if you listened to that what it so was, disturbing. you'd be like, oh my god, Chris needs like a hug. Like, all right, hold on. No, I remember, okay, because you sent it to me at work. Did you, did you, hold on. And you know I had to read through it. I was like, it was when you, you, you I guess you had, you were with a girlfriend. The part, that, the portion that I read, you were with a girlfriend. I don't know who the, this girlfriend was. Mm-hmm. I think I asked you later on which girlfriend it was, because I think I know the majority of your ex-girlfriends, or know about them, I should say. And then, and then you guys broke up. Or we're in like, I don't know. It was so fun. I got some. So I'm, I have I have it pulled up here. I have some of my live journals pulled up. And I'm going to read a little bit of it. Oh, my God. So this, I'm like cringing for you. It I, is this so is bad. I didn't read it. I read like the first line. I don't know what this entry is all about. It's not, this is not, I don't know what I'm oh about to Oh, my right God. Now. Okay, go. But I'm going. I'm not going to I'm gonna not going to judge you. It's fine. This is 2005. So I am You're 31. about 18. I was 18. Around that. Or I was around okay, that. so that's what I know. Okay. This is 18, Chris. Think of an 18-year-old, okay? <clears throat> this is not me now. It's when I was 18, okay? This is how I would have talked. Two friends. <laughs> how did I just give myself that? that, that hold on. I'm going to myself that. Two friends stab you in the front. Keep you from getting what you want. When one more fix could kill you. They help you realize that. The more you're more and less than you first had believed. You've so much to give, and there's so much you need. Shortcuts through graveyards and a brand new way to breathe. One thousand miles just to learn. All that's gold does not shine, does not all shine, and helping words aren't always kind. When one more kiss could kill you. Are you? Are you rehearsing a poem right now? Should I get my guitar and start to see if I? Oh my god, I did that. Um, I did that on my Instagram live. I was playing you play the music. Guitar? I was playing music while you're reading this, and I was and I was and I was doing. I was like kind of like. Singing. Wait, did I? No, I think I did see this. Are you kidding? Were you there? I think you were. You jumped on for a second. I think so, because I. Oh my god, is that. that what you were doing? That's what I was doing. I, was doing I, was I remember one. I think I, I remember one time you were on Instagram live, and I, was, I remember seeing you like playing the guitar. Yeah, but I don't think I paid attention to what you were saying. Yeah, that's what I was doing. Oh my God, Christopher! 
<laughs> you are a, a mess. <laughs> right. Well, at least you were. <laughs> so, um, uh, when one more kiss could kill you, they help you realize that you're more and less. Oh, you know what? This is fucking lyrics to a song. This isn't my shit. Okay, I was about to say. That you. What song is this? Google this. True friends stab you in the front. <laughs> this has got to be lyrics. I'm repeating it. So it's just like, I, I wouldn't think I was actually composing things with like choruses and shit. True friends stab you in the front lyrics. Uh-huh. Which one? Let's true fr- true friends, that's what the song is called. Song by Bring Me the Horizon. Oh my god. What? You want to hear the, the you want to hear the music? Or, no. <laughs> we'll skip that. <laughs> the oh music I used to listen god. to was the most emo shit. Remember real hard is the is is the entry on this one. And I don't know what's going on. I haven't I haven't read it yet, so I'm going to read it live. Oh, thank you. You get me instant. You get me on live right now. No, a video started playing. Okay. You better remember your words and treatment to me. Because there will be that one night when your boy's not around and you're lonely, sitting in bed with your head collaging everything that happens. And it just might happen that you I'm miss so me. I'm so mad at the voice change right now. <laughs> <laughs> you like the other one? That's a little aggressive. Should I go back to no, the emo man? No, go with it. This is what I feel like this is what my voice would be. You, I, okay, you, okay, you have to think. What I picture with this voice yeah. is like, like there's just like a silhouette. Who's <laughs> <laughs> the cigarette, guy wearing all black? Cigarette and smoke. All you see is the smoke coming out. It does sound like that voice. Like I'm, like I'm in the intro. I'm, and then I'm the voice one day. Over. And then I'm like, what? Okay. Okay, go. You better remember your words and treatment to me. Because... Because there would be that one night when your boy's not around and you're lonely, sitting in bed with your head collaging everything that happens, and it just may happen that you miss me, and you would like to start over and apologize for what you've done. But the karma or the situation will lead a counter-effect straight for your heart. I'll show you just what it feels like to have someone walk right out of your life. Just because I let you do whatever you've wanted doesn't mean that I left my soul to you to be your voodoo doll. You're only human. He and said your feelings, voodoo doll. My voodoo doll. You're only human and your feelings can be hurt too. You just think you're invincible until it all comes crashing down. I'm sorry, but this love has turned into pain. <laughs> and this pain will turn to regret. And this regret will turn into karma. And the karma will have you feeling this pain. Oh and my God, full breakdown of what is going to occur. <laughs> I love the commitment. <laughs> Jesus. And regretting you and regretting you dealt it and leaving you asking why. But your questions don't need to be answered. Just remember those words you've said to me. <laughs> Nobody if, liked if, that. If, if you guys can see the look that he gave me when he got that reading. <laughs> Now, we should reach you to look at something. <laughs> I'm going to look at one of these that I have that I have the most comments to. And let's read the fucking comments. Oh, my God. Let's read the fucking comments. Let's that is see. so weird because, like, you are completely the opposite person now. I know. This kid needs a fucking hug, he right? Needs, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm pulling for him and shit because, Jesus like, I hope Christ. he makes it. 
I hope he fucking makes it. <laughs> I hope he makes it. Okay, here we go. We got two comments on this one. Um, I want to get something with more of a thread here, man. Oh, there's so much shit. Wait, what was that? Two. Live journal. Three. Live journal. Oh my guys, god. Shout out to my live that journal. That just sounds like a terrible broken time. image. Broken image, guys. With uh, zero as being the O. <gasps> oh my god. Here we go. A fucking interview. Here's me. 2005 baby this is how i thought of myself are you ready no wait what do you mean an interview full name christopher joseph wright you get my whole you get you get this where were you named after were you named after anyone some guy oh you are such a cool kid you are so cool (laughs) school deadbeat crhs grad mascot eagle nickname chris Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, first of all, don't say that. Because <laughs> it's going to get you in a lot of trouble. Oh, okay. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. I don't know how I had fucking friends, man. All right. Um, birthday. How 10, did anybody want to be around you? That's what I'm saying, right? Oh, no, no, no. Go back to nickname. Just don't say that. I'm say just... the other ones, please. <laughs> Chris, you, dick, bitch, psycho. (laughs) You're like every emo kid that hates their life. I fucking hated me. All right. Where were you born? Point Pleasant, New Jersey. Having fun? Not at all. How could I? I need happiness first. (laughs) Oh my God, I feel so bad for him. Aww. How long have you been on the computer for today? Since like two. GPA average. We'll say 3.7. Height, 5 foot 8. That's a lie. Shoe size, 10.5. That's a lie too. It was like 9. Hair color, brown. <laughs> Eye color, brown. Siblings, sis, bro, bro, bro. Do you like him, her, or them? Some more than others. Last movie you saw in the theater, Hitch. Oh my god. <clears throat> Last movie you rented, Erm. That's White Cat. That White Castle movie? I- uh, least favorite subject. I don't remember. Work. Fucking <laughs> dude. Do you actually like math? Yeah, I do. Timis was awesome. Um, last CD you bought? TBS or early November? That was Taken Back Sunday. Um, oh, you were so cool. Do you have a boyfriend slash girlfriend? Ha, yeah, right. I don't even have a friend anymore. <laughs> oh, my oh my god. god. That's so sad. <laughs> Shit. Why are we laughing at this, this kid? Is so- this kid, <laughs> God, I feel bad for this kid, man. This is weird he to see said, that this was me. Yeah, right. I don't even have a friend anymore. No, somebody had broke your heart. Yeah, th- this whole thing is about my broken heart. This what? whole entire oh, thing but is you, about you my You do have a history heart. of girls breaking your heart, though. Oh, motherfuckers. <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> motherfuckers. Um, do you have a crush? I wish I did. Do you think? <laughs> do you think it could ever happen if I wanted it to? Is he or she good looking? Absolutely beautiful. Okay, Favorite wait, act- how do you go from I wish I did to now there is a person that is beautiful? I obviously am having some trouble figuring out what I would need in my life. <laughs> Got you. Okay, right. let's continue. Um, Favorite actor, Jack Black. I guess, really? Favorite movie, Saw, Butterfly, Flick, Road Trip, Old School, Hitch. Favorite TV shows, Family Guy, Fresh Prince, a Stupid Song. Um, favorite food, Spaghetti, McDonald's, Taco Bell. 
Not till Jersey though. Oh, what the fuck that? What means. does that mean? I don't even know. Favorite singer Brandon Boyd. Story of the year. Actually, Brandon Boyd. Oh, favorite singer slash group. Okay. Favorite friends to hang out with. Here we go. This got to be good. Um. Uh. No, I don't really have any equal loser. But in Jersey, Matt, Eric, Lycos, Steph, Britt, and if we're talking about the past, Lynette. <laughs> Oh my god. So now we're experiencing this is I just that's, got my heart broken. That, yeah. Yep. Am am I your friend? I guess I am I, that's a stupid question. Depends what Mountain Dew. What makes the opposite sex notice you? I couldn't tell you anymore. To be noticed would be a fucking privilege. Oh my god. Oh, oh my god, you know what you remind me of? This voice. Okay. You okay, I know you've seen Big Daddy. Yeah. With Adam Sandler. Yeah. You know where Adam Sandler yells to this this fucking guy that's on the street, and he's like, "Don't be mad at me, man. Be mad at your dad." He's like, "No, I hate my dad. I hate my father. I hate that's 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 like the perfect image of what I imagine you right now." Okay, the best. We'll skip the sum that I know are gonna be good. Best feeling in the world to know that the person you love loves you that much more. And it shows it. And would do anything to keep you in their lives. Worst feeling in the world? Here we go. Knowing I'll never be as happy as I was. Bill Clinton is a sex god. What the fuck were you on? You were on drugs. Like You had to be on drugs. Oh my god. Bill Clinton was a sex god is what you said. All right. Let's just go to. Oh my God! You literally took the time. Go all the way down. How many? <laughs> you took the time out of your day to answer. Okay, this questionnaire is two hundred and eighteen questions, <laughs> and you sat that you were a lonely kid. I'm so lonely. I no didn't know how you. bad it was. I had a different take of what my life was like. Were you, like, actually emo, though? Were you, like, dark clothes and, like, mm, into, like, that kind of shit? Not really like that. I wasn't that bad. Your emotions were just emo as fuck? Oh, and then I had this girl. I had one comment. Somebody read at least up to 86. And that's all I had was just the one comment. What does that say? BB Amy Lame? Yeah, it was just basically hers. Either way. So, I encourage anybody on your spare time to... Read that shit, just to get a little bit of idea, just of who he was when he was eighteen. Oh my god! Uh, before, oh my god! I can't even read it. It's oh, I got four is, comments. Okay, I, I remember. Comments. Don't I'm, fuck around, bitches. Being that you'll sleep better at night, I'm fucking miserable about my life right now. I have no pride in anything nor anyone that pursues oh the fuck god. around. I lost my damn respect for all of you fucking coward ass bitches. Chris, this is fucking. This was deep, not man. you. Like, how is nobody reporting me right now? This you is were how- so angry. Here's anonymous. Now you can have anonymous. This is one of the first started with blogs and shit where you get fucking bad likes. Damn, way to blow off. I bet you feel better now. <laughs> I want you to read these. Okay, that's <clears throat> what we got here. What does it say? I don't know who. I don't know who that was, but. You know, it wasn't me because I read the situation and I know you have every right to be venting, LOL. I'm not going to, I'm, I'm not going to be around, so probably won't hear from you. I'll, t- I'll talk to you when I get back. 
who is this? The no, the not so mysterious online freak. Uh, who is she offending here? I, was that to you? I don't know if I was. I don't even know. If, did you comment to her first? I'm not sure. She's like, I don't know. I don't know who that was, but they're because no, it looks like she's defending you first from this asshole who just <sighs> told you like to blow oh, off or something. Shit. Well, we didn't read the whole. We didn't read what this is about, but I guarantee it's about whoever's in there, and they're. Oh, you think so? Oh yeah, anonymous. You go anonymous if you're part of it, but you don't want to say like because I can go anonymous. Okay. I think this person's probably the first person too. They say don't give away hints or say anything revealing about me on here. You know why? Chris, you putting people on blast? Mm -hmm. Hold on, there's one more message. It's mine. Oh, is that you? This is gonna be me. I'll read this one. Oh my god. No, seriously, you had every right to stay mysterious. And talking on the phone with you for like three hours yesterday was awesome. I mean, I haven't talked to you in like a year. And the reason was legitimately justified. And when I get back, we'll have to catch up on lost times. Smiles. So all of a sudden you have a fucking... When the days went smooth and quick. And I'll give you the promise that I never could uphold. But it'll be worth the wait. Oh, so you are still a whore. <laughs> so some, to see a lot of things changed about me, but that that didn't change. Okay. Oh my god. Okay, gotcha. So, man, that was fucking. That's fucking brutal to watch. That was that good. Show. To that look at good. yourself and listen to yourself the way you were. That's the fucking thing. Bad. Okay, you know what? Those people Doing are in this? the fucking world right now. There's people yeah. just like that in the world. Right now. Right now. And we just don't know where they're at. Oh my God. Listen. That was me. Reading that is so funny to me because <sighs> I, because you know there was MySpace. Uh-huh. I had one of those. I, they had those same like questionnaire things. Uh-huh. And now I wish I could go back and read how uh-huh. freaking dumb of a kid I was. Oh, you can go to your MySpace. But you know what? I know I can, but I don't remember the password. I don't remember anything from it. You can figure it out. You think so? It's your account. Get I would in. hope so. Yeah, yeah, get no, in. No, but it was like an old email. Fun. What? It oh. was like, yeah, it's not like my recent email. Oh. It was like an old, old email. Oh, oh my God, that would be amazing. So cool. Who were you? That's you were so saying, angry, right? so, so broken. Angry. And then like, I'm sitting here being like, I don't know why I don't have love. I have no love. I have no love. You know, growing up. Because you're sitting there putting people on blast on live journal. This whole time, it's my fucking fault. It's not you girls. It's not your fault. Oh, yeah, for sure. Me. Mm -hmm. I shouldn't have did what I did. I was bad back then, dude. I used to cheat. You were a cheater cheater. and then blamed on the girl kind of thing? I was a cheater. I was a cheater because I was a cheater. I wasn't, um, it was never really... uh, It was because I always thought, like, they were cheating on me. I think I got them to cheat on me. And then I started cheating on them. How did you get them to cheat on you? By acting like that. Okay. Like, you can only imagine the way I'm talking to myself right now on Live Journal. Yeah. Like, what kind of person I was. That's the way I was kind of thinking. It's hopeless. Like, the world's against me. <clears throat> Nobody I likes me. I can see. I have no friends. Because you are a very confident person. You're a very confident person. You're very, like, you know, outspoken about your opinions and things like that. But you're in, do you do it in a good way right now? Because you're so positive. Because you're this, you're that. So if you're this, if you have those same traits back then, being a fucking dick. Mm. Oh my god, I would probably, I would, I would hate you. Yeah. 
That's horrible. So that's the thing. You were a horrible person. I was a bad boyfriend. You know, I wasn't. I wasn't a good boyfriend. And the and I realized like, okay, acting in such a way that I used to be, I can get how relation my relationships kind of went south, and they all ended a certain way. It's like I was forcing it to happen that way. Mm-hmm. I was forcing women to leave me, like my like what my story was. That my mom did. That was well, my yeah. Story that she left. <clears throat> so I need girls to leave me. Because then it would hold true. You history to repeat itself. Oh, wow. Over Perfect. and over Perfect. and over again. Perfect. Mm-hmm. So I'd sabotage shit. I'd be mm-hmm. this little fucking little coward Which is something you would bitch. still do to this so, day. So, yeah. And until, then, you know, recently, I guess. Until recently. Yeah. yeah. You would always self-sabotage. I would sabotage mm-hmm. everything. And then I'd realize. But it took. It took the bad ship of having a bad relationship and going through that turmoil and fixing myself and going through self-development and doing written books and really trying to be self-aware and going through all that process. It took all of that for me to get to a point where, like, I don't think that that's going to be, I don't think that it's going to be, like, a problem anymore for me. I don't think so either. Because me and you have had these, this same conversation a thousand and one times. Mm-hmm. And you... Once you became very self-aware, because I know, okay, there were several conversations that we have had about this where it's like, okay, I know what the problem is. And it's like, okay, that's not the problem because you're still, then you continue doing the same thing. And it's like, okay, now I know what the problem is. And then still nothing. Mm-hmm. I think now you have it right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I feel that too. Where for, for me, one of the biggest, like, one of the times I feel like you was your biggest, like, oh my God, was yeah. when you kind of figured out like. It's because my mom. It's because mm-hmm. you know this. I remember having a whole conversation at work. Yeah, of course. Because <laughs> this is what we do at work. <laughs> at work, you had a whole conversation where it's just like, yeah, it's like you know, it's because my mom and I, you know, my earliest. Me- I think it was a conversation where you, your earliest memory. Yeah. I think you. I wanted. And you were like in a truck with your dad or something like that. Yeah, my my mom and my dad were fighting over my brother, and I was in a seat. Yes. And watching it and basically saying they're not fighting over me. So they don't love me. Yeah. Me. And I got to be better than my brother because they want my brother. Yeah. I remember we had that conversation and that's where you kind of like, that was my earliest memory and da, yeah. da, da. And it was like after I think like hearing like a, a seminar or something. Mm-hmm. And I think at that moment is when you actually did start like trying. Mm-hmm. You weren't great still. <laughs> uh, I still made my, my mistakes to meet my fuck yes. up. It was yes. like a, a sabotage again for relationships. Yeah. Because now I feel like you had the answer, but you're just like, you weren't ready to fix it. Yeah, like I cognitively knew it, but yeah. I wasn't actively aligning with yeah. what I cog- like I thought I knew. Yeah. Like I get it. It should be this way, but I do the opposite. And then it puts me in the same thing again. It took many times of doing the same mm-hmm. fucking thing and running in the same fucking <laughs> problem having a repeat that it gets to a point where it doesn't change until you stop that cycle like yeah. what you would normally do is you go, oh no 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 i would normally do that and that's what the that's where the impact starts trailing down and and then repeat comes so to stop that and act in a different way knowing that you're changing the path you're you know going past that now you're not repeating the past and creating a new like a new path now yeah, yeah. then you can create you know, more disconnection from that story, the bullshit that always happened, that pattern. And that's when things just changed for me. Mm-hmm. And then it got to the point, like, I was so scared of commitment. But the thing is, what I was really scared of is vulnerability. 
That's what that's what I think a lot of it came down to. And since being completely vulnerable with what happened in my life in my past um, with people recently, I don't I don't know if I agree with that. Tell me about it. Because I feel like you're you're a very vulnerable person. Like you you. <clears throat> I feel like you you you're very open to like opening up to people <clears throat> and like letting them in and letting like you know what I'm saying. So yeah. I don't I don't think vulnerability was a was a thing for you. But it was always looking good. So okay, it, okay, it had to yeah. go from like accepting <clears throat> myself as well for what I for who I am and to not really get to a point where I'm in that filter of like. I am not who I am. I'm not who I think I am. I'm not who you, I think or you think I am. I am how I think you think I am. Yeah. So I would always think that I was like, like I had to be polished. I always thought that people would judge me. I always thought that like everybody's eyes were on okay. me. Okay. Yeah, I do. So I, okay, I see where you're coming from it with was, that. It was huge <clears throat> when I went to the grocery store with the tutu. <laughs> and I went yes. shopping with that mm-hmm. because that made me realize that really people don't care. You can be who you want to be. Mm-hmm. And they don't care. And, uh, you know, all those insecurities that I have to break through those insecurities once and for all really set me free into being like, I can be vulnerable. Because I think what it was is my vulnerability to be able to just be okay with being me. I was scared in getting in relationship because I wasn't comfortable with who I was. So I wouldn't want to get in a relationship because then I would think that they would get to, I, for me to, for us to really have the bond and connection, mm-hmm. share love and grow, I would have to be vulnerable and expose who I really am. And if I'm not accepting of who I am and if I'm ashamed of what I've done in the past and how it's I grew up, I wouldn't want anybody to see that. So they would get all those filters of perfection. They would get all those acts that like kind of push them away and make like smoke and mirrors. So they would get all that. But as soon as I got comfortable with who I am, knowing that being me is is the only thing to be because that's who what what's real and that's just the flow and that's that's what's honest and authentic then you realize that you want to give that to somebody else but you as well get to be comfortable being you but also to accepting somebody for being who they are yeah and that's when that my fear of like finding what like looking at everything wrong mm-hmm. like and recently the girl <clears throat> yeah the girl i'm talking to now finally um really like kind of like ready to actually progress into something um everything was going everything's going perfect everything's going great there's nothing nothing i can look for wrong but my mind goes into so what's wrong here yeah like you immediately want to find something where it's like find a flaw what is it what is it that they that they say um when's the other shoe gonna drop like it's going too good, it's going uh-huh. too good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other shoe's gonna drop. Yeah. Like what? Where? Like where is it? Where is like there's something wrong? Something wrong? You you always do that. I gotta tell you that all the time because we've had several conversations where it's like I like this girl, you know, everything's cool, this and the third. But there's this one thing. There's like a mole <laughs> on the side of her face, and you know the stupidest shit. She's got I'm weird like, feet. Like I'm like, I'm like okay, like no, is she nice? You know, does she? You know. Did she fucking tell you, you know, your, your dick small? Like, yeah. N- no, it's just, it's just that, that one mole. Yeah. That one, I'm like, what? Can't get past it. Yeah, and I tell you that. Can't get past it. I tell you all the time, all the time. What if she and passes then, it on to her kids? 
I don't want that mold or kid. Like, like it's that's a risk. Okay, <laughs> I, I guess uh, you know genetically, yeah, you don't want mm-hmm. you want that. You no, don't want no, no mold being passed around. So and now, where are you now? But it was it was um. Well, where I'm at now is, I feel completely, uh, great with actually being able to just be myself, be completely like it's conscious living of free flow as well, because. In those moments when I'm together, like I'm actually interested. Number one, I'm curious. Great conversations. They actually they they reciprocate. Well, normally that's not what you do. Usually, when you're with a girl, you already. <clears throat> I would. I don't know if it's subconsciously or consciously. You already know, like we're not going to be together, so let's just take care of like the having sex and stuff. Get you out. Some fun. And then, yeah. You know. There's, and yeah, there's a situation in between us for some reason that yeah. would always prevent us from never being able to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. So I'd find people that aren't right for me because I know at the end result I can't be with them. So there's no possibility. I already cut yeah. off a possibility. So you're safe enough for me to be able to cut out later because I have a justification why I can cut you out. Yeah. So I played that. Oh, and you many fucking yes. people. And it's just like repeatedly. And then like I remember it was you. You actually came to me and you go and he's like and you're honest. You just said, "Oh, Chris." That is what I am. Very uh, honest. Very honest. You said, uh, "You're kind of that dick. You're mm-hmm. kind of a dick." Like, and then as soon as you said it, you okay? You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, maybe it's not exactly you said. No, no, no you know I do. I remember. I, I remember. I told you. You're, you're. Oh God, you talking about that? We were both at home, not at work, right? We're at home and we we're talking on the yes. phone. Is that the conversation you're yes. talking about? Okay, yes. then I then I do know what the hell you're talking about. <clears throat> obviously <laughs> okay so there was there was a, okay how do we start the conversation oh yes you're telling me about oh relationships and sign the third kind of our regular check-in because yeah. at this point you weren't working in the office anymore so we're just having like a regular mm. check-in mm-hmm, how's mm-hmm. life da, 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 da. you start talking about your whole relationship stuff and this and third you're going on i think you were going on a date with a girl oh okay you're going on a date Maybe. with a girl I think you were because you're like I like this girl whatever and it, you told me about this imperfection of hers mm-hmm. and then it would happen all over again and I'm just like I'm like you're 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 that guy like you're the oh, asshole like you you guy. you sit there and you tell girls like oh I can do this and I love you you know I'm not I love you but like you know I can give you the world you know I'm the nicest guy I'm the uh-huh. sweetest guy I'm such a great dad I'm stable I'm this and you're you're, you're giving all of this out like you're selling yourself yeah. to this person and then they're like oh okay they don't know what your intentions are mm-hmm. realistically they don't mm-hmm. they don't know what your intentions are they're just like okay he's you know he's trying to meet people I'm meeting people we're you know trying to get together whatever then you steal the deal and it's like okay listen I'm not looking for nothing, you know, whatever. And it's like, you're that guy that's like, oh my God, I love you so much. And then like later on, it's like, I literally just kind of used you for sex. You're just a nicer version of that. You're a much nicer version of every douchebag that has like sex with girls. (laughs) And then just like, it's not my fault you got attached. What? Are you kidding? How dare you? How dare you? Yeah, but I mean, you're in a much better place now, and I can tell you this because I love you. You know, I love yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> no, I need to hear that. When you said that, it changed everything because you helped me, like, because it came from you. Like, I kind of hiddenly knew I was doing it, but I was like sabotaging the real me from seeing it. 
Like again, like smoking like you didn't listen to the first voice. Yeah, you I, like, I just I just kind of went around. I went around back, and I yeah. they didn't know I snuck around. But yeah. this is how I'm really living, and that's originally what I would do. And it was very easy, very easy. Just like because I knew it was a plain target, and I think this is what pe- this is what I've kind of learned about how people attract other people. Like we attracted people that were no are going to be an easy target. Yeah. Like for me, easy target is like. Using girl like with a super issues. Yeah, girl, basically a girl with daddy issues, Trust a girl issues, that needs a girl that needs to be insecurities, a girl that needs to be felt like she's uh, important, mm-hmm. a girl that needs to have self affirmation because they didn't have it, a girl needs to be shown that like my situation sucked, but there is better situations out and there, better guys, and I don't have to pray on that. It's like watch, it's like a, a lion looking at it at, at a slow injured fawn. It's like mm-hmm. I'm gonna get that, and it's sad to say, but it's just like okay, that was my power. That's what I got very good at. Yeah. And I would attract and, the women. Okay. Before this conversation, well, well, no, before that conversation that we had, I, I, I obviously always knew that too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's who you were. Like, you're that douchey guy, whatever. But you're just like really sweet version of it. Yeah. And we talked to this, we talked about, well, you kind of mentioned mm-hmm. this a little bit in, in like my interview with you, where I will not lie, but I will be around the bush if it's because of somebody I'm loyal to. I would do mm-hmm. anything to protect you and anything to mm-hmm. whatever. So I almost, not almost, I enabled you so bad mm-hmm. because I was right there with you. I was like your partner in crime. I was like, which one, you know, which one you want? Let's see. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was so bad. I really did. I really did. So it was really bad. And now then when it kind of got to the point where it's like, you you know the girl obviously it didn't work out with her or whatever right. but I'm like you have an opportunity here and you're fucking it up because you still do not see that you're a douchebag. Oh my god! You know what I'm saying? And at that so moment, bad. that moment it was like, no more lying to you, <laughs> no more lying to you. But yeah. it's like you're that you're that piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> you're that piece of shit guy. Glad I'm you so said sorry. it. No, glad you said yeah. it because it had to come from someone like you. Because if it came to anybody else, like the girls are just like, oh, that's because you just got your feelings hurt because you weren't part, yeah. of, you were part of the plan. But I guess you didn't really know exactly what's going on. Yeah. So you're just a little. I was always your cheerleader. Like, oh, okay, yeah, you no, know, it's... get that, okay. And, and then, um, yeah. And going um, kind of on that path, I would tell the girls that I don't want anything. And by saying that. I basically put a word as bond type thing. You get yeah. it. I'm telling you, I don't want anything. But I'm what I'm gonna, you, so but what's gonna happen right after fault. here? Since since you just heard what we just said, and you you understand that I want anything. Anything after this, this is a point, verbal contract. The verbal contract. Anything after this point does not mean that anything's changing. Mm-hmm. So they didn't get that disclaimer, and it was like, and then is- I would treat you like boyfriend material, dude. I'd take you out. I'd mm-hmm. sleep with you, we'd have fun, we'd do all that. And then I'd get to that point where it's just like, I said, oh, I can't do this. I can't do this. And then it ends up happening. It's just like, okay, does this, mean, does this mean that he's changing his feelings? But he's just not letting me know. So my, I learned that my actions, because people would say, it's like your actions, but you said you did one thing. Your actions were different. And then I didn't know that my actions are actually speaking a different song that I wanted to play. And it got them confused. And then all of a sudden, they get hooked because I said, I don't want anything. And then they get upset. And now I'm playing damage control. And now I feel bad because they're upset. And I hurt them. And I played it. And like I was running this vicious cycle over and over and over because mm-hmm. of all my agendas. So that's what getting aware to that changed 
everything. As soon as I saw the pattern, I then realized, okay, I attract women that need that because <clears throat> uh, uh, I attract women that need to feel good, you know, and need that affirmation. I attract a certain girl. I know how to do yeah. it. Those women are attracted to me because their main thing that they like to use because they have that affirmation, they need to feel important. A lot of them get mixed up and say and feel that sex and intimacy because they believe that sex and intimacy is a way for a guy to like them. Mm-hmm. So they you they know the power of using seduction or sex as a way to lure a guy in. So they're attracted to a guy like me that knows that the, it's already like this agreement. It works in it works to feed itself. Yeah. <clears throat> but someone that was pure, someone that really wanted a relationship. Because the people that I would attract really don't have that commitment. They're really not ready for that commitment. I don't think that that's, that's ever right. Because there's something something different with that commitment on their end. That when you, if I got a girl that actually really wanted like a commitment and everything, and they looked at me, they would automatically see that I don't match with them because they would be able to see through my shit. And I would, they wouldn't attract to me. Yeah. There are some good people that would actually like, that would I be looking for now that I really want that wouldn't be attracted to me because they would be able to see right through me. Yeah. So I realized that. So it's just like people attract different different people based on like what their strong suits are. What what that's like my thing was like seeing that prey and taking it. I attacked a certain way because my my agenda was not aligned. Yeah. I had hidden agendas. So when I change all yeah, that. Yeah, because if you if, if you were a better person then yeah. I think with a lot of those those women it might have worked. But yeah. Or actually, I wouldn't have been attracted to those women. Oh, true. No, you're That's right. what it yeah. would be. The women that I was attracted to no longer are even attractive to me now. In the way that I've switched my perception of what I really want yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And I changed. I started to act as if I was in a relationship already prior to being in a relationship. I stopped doing certain things. I stopped talking to certain situations. I started stopped getting involved in things. Like, that a little, like practice almost. 100%. Like, I was, you I know, like I was that. evening at the ball field so that like I started to like... Yeah, I remember Clean everything up. you. The last time we kind of checked in with each other, it was like, no, I'm not doing this, I'm not doing that. I'm just like, yeah. I'm so proud of I'm you. Look at you. People, I'm like getting involved, yeah. and I did that beforehand because I knew that I would need to be that kind of a way in order to be, you know, have a relationship because I couldn't keep, I couldn't bring that into a relationship. Yeah, and I know one of one of the other things that me and you had discussed is you, which ties into absolutely everything. It's just like the next, the comment. The first initial comment that you mean you had, or that you had when me first started really talking about relationships and stuff, which was years ago now, which was the next girl that I call my girlfriend is going to be my wife. Mm-hmm. And I've played along with this the entire once again me being the bad enabling friend. You let me you let me say that for a long time. I did. Let me believe that for a long I time. I did. I did. Now, did you know? Were you aware that that was like something whatever, or did you early think, on? Like, no. Maybe he know. Maybe that is a good way to think about it. Maybe that's you know he has a no for a goal. long time. No, no, no. When you first said, I'm like, yeah, that's genius. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, absolutely. You need to look for that per- that next person that you want to spend the rest of your life with. And I'm I I was looking at at it in a sense where it's like oh, I'm not here like just to fuck around. I'm not here to like mm-hmm. like the next person I'm with. But you had it in like literal terms where it's like the next person I call my girlfriend is I'm going to marry. So I'm just like what? <laughs> so trap. Then I, I just yes, set myself up with a trap. Yeah, so I'm like you totally set yourself up and 
like as the time went by or whatever, I was like, no, he can't really still feel like that or whatever. And that's when I kind of was just like, you know, so how's the relationship thing? How's it, you know, what's all that going? Like I started, th- I feel not pressuring you, but I was like asking you more about it. Once you got, you know, done with like the games, mm-hmm. I guess you could say. And then after a while, like I remember like I'm, it, it was that same night, I think, that we had the conversation about like you were that dick. Like, mm-hmm. with that asshole, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I, I could be wrong, but it was that night that I'm just like, no. Oh, yes, it was, because you started telling me about the flaws about the girl you're going on the date with. What? Yes, you started telling me about the flaws. It was some flaw. I don't remember what it was. It was some flaw about the girl I think you were, like, going to take out. Or you had went on a date with or something. You're just like, ah, I don't know, this and the third. And uh, Do you know which I person it is without without mentioning the name? No. Okay. All right. So what, 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 I'm trying to figure out like who that was because I'm trying to find out what where I was in in my I guess in my mindset at this point because if you're oh man I don't remember I wish I remembered and I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to remember the flaw because I know you'll remember the flaw. I'm trying because like if any if nothing else you remember about a person. Like that, you're like seeking interest. You're in, but remember the flaw. So I'm oh, trying to remember the me, flaw, huh? and I don't, and I don't freaking remember what it was. But you were telling me, and I'm just like, I'm like, okay, like enough is fucking enough. I'm like, that's what I told you. I was just like, you're sitting here, and you're you're putting yourself in a box, saying that the next girl that you're with has to be like absolute perfection. Like, dude, like, are you crazy? Like, you're setting yourself up yeah. for failure. You're literally setting yourself up for failure. It's like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm like, no, you can't. I don't remember what the hell I said, but I remember going I remember off on you a little bit. Yeah, like, you got me with that conversation. That one hit. And I was like, are you kidding me? I was like, no, you can't. Like, how are you? Like, that person has to be the absolute most perfect fucking person for you. Uh-huh. So you, for them, you to be like, oh, I want to marry. No, that doesn't work like that. Yeah. Yes, you should love someone. Sure. You know, when you're going into a relationship, you want to immediately love them. But it's like, no, like it made no, like at that point, it was like that I wanted the next person I call my girlfriend. It's the most stupidest shit I had ever heard. And I remember just like going off on you. I'm like, who the fuck are you to to think like you're fucking King Dick over here? Um, I remember that. I remember that conversation. And you're just like, shit, you're right. You're so right. And and it's it's funny because like I used to um it's it's a hundred percent it was it was a safety net it was it was a it was a trap it really was it was so that I never got committed because that's so much because I mean think of anything else that you can say to make sure you don't ever commit to somebody they have to be perfect. They have to be a perfect match. We want to marry something like I was never even for. I was never for marriage. Yeah, you know. And before oh, that, that then, was the one thing that had that I remember. I because I told you I was like you hadn't you haven't been in a relationship in four years. I was like, how the hell do you know what the hell you want out of a relationship? And they immediately like the next person you're with, they immediately have to hit every single target and not you and you don't even know what you want in a relationship because you haven't been in one. In four years. Yeah. I was like, you have to trial and error it a little bit and then maybe get married. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. Oh, my God. That was the dumbest shit you've ever said. I'm glad you called me off of it. Yeah. But, I did, but, but it, it did make a lot of sense. Of this. I, like, I, it did. It made defense, so much it's defense sense. defense mechanism. You know, it was, all it was is just a defense. 
just so yeah. I would so I would be able to like never get in a relationship because I would have never to find perfection. Have to perfection was my fucking thing. Mm-hmm. So that's what the looking good came from. So when I got rid of the looking good, knowing that I'm not perfect, knowing that it's okay if I'm not perfect, you know, and coming from that angle and being able to accept myself, then seeing other people that it's Which okay in all actuality is kind of weird because like you know you're not perfect. No matter how much you try to polish yourself. Yeah. And you always try to polish yourself because you weren't perfect, but you needed the perfect girl. I need I need a perfect girl because I because I wanted so desperately to be perfect myself. Mm. So it's like I have to find perfection in something, so find it in the girl that I'm with. And it's 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 really just it's not even about even perfection it's just even with even with this girl and even in this girl um with with talking to her and how things have been going to be like to begin like as i can't find anything wrong so okay so let's give a little more context here who are we talking about right now not not the person's name but like what what's the situation that you're in right now I'm in a situation where I'm actually, um, I started to, like, talk to a girl to the point, like, exclusively. Mm-hmm. Like. Which is the first time in. Ever. Like, five years. Five years. Okay. So, to ever actually give myself to somebody without any expectation, without any, like, hidden agenda, without any, any of that, like, knowing that I'm going to get out, without any escape plan. There's no escape plan. So it was just like, I felt something. And it was like someone that was in a circle, in my, like, in the circle of friends. And I've hung out with her on several different occasions. And she was even connected to one of my other friends. And I never saw her once. Like, we're in pictures together, like, next to each other. That is so but crazy. We never, like, really even, like, even saw each other. Yeah. And then we talk about this too. And because we, we were it was never able the time. Have, it, it was, was never the time for you guys. Never the time. I, she was, was not picking up her Wi-Fi. Yeah. I was not in her same frequency. We were not <laughs> attracted. What she wanted and what I wanted were not. No, it wasn't yeah. working out. It just wasn't there. So I never. I put on my radar. She says the same thing, and then out of nowhere, after after being able to discover these things, after being able to go through my course, after being able to kind of accept myself, go through all that something just ended up happening and we were at it we were at a party she one of her friends said something and i guess like in her interest been like oh maybe got her clicked over to me real quick and then um so she had an interest she started saying an interest she would respond on some things on social media i saw her all the time and to like add as a friend i never did i don't know for some reason i just never needed to yeah you know and then um we start whatever and then we just started talking one thing or another blah 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 so it just didn't build from there and um, it's uh, it's kind of a cool situation too because I'm going in it completely vulnerable. I'm going in there completely like dust in the wind. Let it happen as it's happening. Don't look for anything wrong. Just let things flow. You know, don't have any expectations. But just really just dedicate, devote, and just just be there, be present, and just live in the same space as her as it goes. And being in that dynamic consciously, like I've never done anything like that consciously. Yeah, because I think once you once you took off that that burden of like it, she needs to be my next wife. It 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 takes down so many walls mm. where it's like, no, you're allowed to be imperfect. You're allowed mm. to, you know, you don't have to be the perfect fucking image for like, you know, we're gonna spend the rest of our lives together. Let's try this out. Let's see how it's working, and. 
you. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I don't stop think, real quick. I don't. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think anybody. Because I, I, I feel like I have been there since like the very kind of beginning. The very beginning. Because even when even when I first met you, you were kind of not just coming out of a relationship, mm-hmm. but you were still. I wasn't over anything. Mentally, like in that situation, you know what I'm saying, and. And then seeing you go from that to like being able to cut that situation off and like being, and then to being a a douche, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Being a douche with girls and then now seeing you like progress to actually like give somebody, or give yourself and somebody the opportunity to like make something. Yeah. Create something. I'm excited to create. I'm, I'm excited. excited to I'm see so you create excited this. For it. I've been wanting for so, it's, it's so weird because it's like. Well, I even, um, I wrote my book recently. She was here. She was actually here this morning. And um, I wrote my journal, The Perfect Girl. And I drew it. And I wrote it all up. And I was going through it. She's like, read it. So I read it. And I was going through everything and all that kind of stuff. And I'm sure she was analyzing, like, <laughs> if she, you know, if, oh if, she fits, if she fits within this window yeah. and everything. And if you went through it, it all hits. Like, everything still hits. And it's just, in, in general, it... it it's not that it even needed to hit, but if I made it like it is a hit or not a hit, it ends up being something. So, but if I just let it be and I don't, regardless of whatever it is, accept it for what it is, yeah, as it is, then it's not a miss because I have no adverse to it. So, really, just being able to just be in the same pleasant, it works. I mean, the conversation's great, we go back and forth. We respect the same thing. We have very similar stories. Um, we really get along. We share things. We're vulnerable with each other. We say, um, you know, we say what's on our mind. We're honest with each other. We've kind of laid out all the kind of boundaries. We laid out all this. We said about, you know, we kind of just went over things and like went to the point that's just like this is really good, and we don't want it to end. So it's just like, you know, the conversation hasn't had to be like. Yo, let's let's go steady. <laughs> Bringing that in. <laughs> that part hasn't. That conversation hasn't. Although I know it's assumed on both areas. Yeah. But that conversation is like a very soon story. It's a very soon conversation to be had because it just feels. It just like whatever it is, it just feels right. Yeah. And I can't find anything wrong. For you, like I, for anybody else, to be like, hey, this is moving a little fast, you know, whatever. But you, because I, I like, I know that you know what you're getting yourself into. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you have, I feel like, listen, it's been practices and practices. This is game day. You know what <laughs> not I'm saying? a drill. This is not, not a drill. drill. This is what we game for. day. Yeah. So, I, so I'm just like, you know what you want. You know what you're looking for. You know what to accept from a person that, you know, sure. that is going to show you love or is going to, you know, what not to accept from these people just because you feel like those are the people that are going to care about you or whatever. So I'm like, shit, go all in. Like, yeah, cool. No, but the thing is cool. I'm What's cool about it? It's like one of my number one things I, I was I couldn't do. It's commitment. I was scared of the commitment, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But it's weird in a situation like this. It's weird that like, I'm not scared of commitment anymore, which is a hell of a breakthrough for me because that's what always kept me away from any yeah. girl. Commitment, vulnerability, that kind of stuff. They mm-hmm. want something I don't. Um but it's like in a situation like this and where I've been and where I'm going and what I'm ready for or whatever signal, whatever I'm at, it's like, uh, I'm not even, I'm not 
I have no fear about it, about the commitment to come. For whatever reason, I know everything's going to be okay. Yeah. In whatever way it ends up working out, I don't even know. It's just all I know is out, you know, on the other side of whatever is going on. If I let the flow just keep on going the way it is, don't resist anything that's happening. Just let it go. Yeah. I believe no matter what's going to work out. In yeah. whatever way it works, it's going to be okay regardless. Absolutely. You know, so even if it doesn't work, which I'm not even looking at that, it's still going to be okay. Yeah. So it's just like, you already know how to fly, dude. You've already free followed for so long. Mm-hmm. You can fly. Don't be scared. Go do it. So in having that comfort, it's like anything else, like having a comfort with money. You have comfort with money. You feel free to be able to work within that space that that money used to bind you. So with this, it's like that no longer binds me. I feel safe. I feel comfortable because no matter what, I'm never going to be broke. I'm never going to be searching for love because I already know where love comes from. And yeah. I found that out within me. So I have that confidence knowing that no so matter what, even, I'll never lose. Yeah. I'll never no lose it. What. Like you with money. I'll never lose money. I know how to save it. I know where it's at. Don't stress me out. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> so, and that's where we're at. And that's, yeah. You know, it's um, just excited for the next chapter. It's been so long. It's um, I'm ready for it, for whatever, whatever ends up coming. So been, I'm excited way. for this because this is a, this is a part of you that I feel like I've never seen. I feel like I've seen a lot of parts of you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Happy. I I remember pissing you off like one time in our friendship. Mm. Like actually like pissing you off and doing it intentionally. I've never <gasps> intentionally pissed you off. Oh, I remember that. It was on the phone or some shit. I remember how that <laughs> yes. I was pissed. You were so you. pissed. It was the first time I was actually And people were shook because little Chris just never got mad. Mm-hmm. And when No, you was... intentionally left. Yeah. You did something like that. I needed you or some shit. And you said, fuck you, Chris. I'm out. And you intentionally left or some shit. And uh-huh. I got, I don't know what or how, but I remember I got, I got pissed. You I think were I slammed so the phone. Mad. You like I... slammed the phone on me. And I was just like, whatever. Cause you yeah, had, I'm not going to stay. But because you had pissed me off earlier mm-hmm. that day. Oh, you were punishing me. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I was punishing you. Fucking savage. Man. Yeah. And then when it comes to like the, the savagery, I'm always going to win. Oh, of course. I knew I was going to win. <laughs> yeah. So I've seen you pissed. That that was like the worst. I think that was like the worst of the worst for us. Mm. Yeah. I don't like being mad. It just feels sucky. Yeah. Feeling bad just sucks. I don't mm-hmm. like that feeling. The alternative is so much better. It is. So much to be thankful for. So, before we end it, why don't we go over, why don't we go over what's, um, what's two things you're, three things you can look to in your life to actually, moving forward, you can improve. I can improve? What are you going to be working on? Um, like, what's your thing? What's, what are you going to be working on? Um, ironically enough, mm-hmm. commitment. Mm-hmm. Because I will set goals and I will not commit to them, and like e- like even if it's planned with a friend or like things like that, like I'm I, like, I'm always like always down to bail. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I hate like let's meet at this time. And I've always found my way around it now, because I'll be like I don't know, you know, maybe later, maybe later, maybe later, and then just later never comes. So commit committing to set goals. Um, Mm, two other things I want to improve. Mm-hmm. Maybe not letting money control me so much. Mm. Or control my mental state in a day. <laughs> 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 
have to check my count. Well, maybe only, yeah, only only limit it to about <laughs> like five or something. We'll break it down to five. <laughs> um, and this one I've actually had I've have had for a while. Mm-hmm. And even though I feel like I have gotten better, I'm not where I would want to be, which is be more patient. Because mm. I'm very impatient. Those are good things. I don't like waiting. I don't like mm-hmm. none of that. So. People aggravating you. Yeah. Traffic. Yeah. Mm. So for me, patience is a very big one. Oh, your daughter. <laughs> Surprisingly, I'm much more patient. Well, like I said, I've gotten better, but I'm nowhere near where like I want to be. I've gotten so much more patient with my daughter. Why is that? What do you think? I, I, I think I learned how to communicate with her. Before, it was just like, I'm yelling. You're not getting the freaking signal. We're just, we're literally just like we're two people here, like speaking two languages. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you don't you don't know what I'm saying. I don't know what you're saying. Like let's you know. I think I learned how to communicate with her, and since I know how to communicate with her, I know how to say things to her and her understand. Like listen, if you do this, it's gonna make me mad. Do you really want to make me mad? Because then if I get mad, then I yell at you. You get mad. And everybody just has a bad day. Mm. And so she, now that we've kind of established our, our, our mommy and, and daughter t- conversations, she so much more patient. I'm so much more patient with her because I'm just like, I have, to pr- I have to actually practice on like, one, two, three, four. <laughs> one, two, three, four. And then, yeah, like I have to like, okay, so let's let's talk. You know mm. what I'm saying? So, I learned to talk to my daughter. That's awesome. So, I'm 100% better with it. Kids are such a good, like, scrimmage. Like, they're good at, like, training. Oh, like, yeah. Like, to learn how to condition. Oh, yeah, because they'll push kids, you every button. Every button. And you can just, mm-hmm. they want to wear the buttons out. But then it's just another opportunity for you to learn to be more patient. Because mm-hmm. if you can be patient with that little, my little Yeah, because they will, they will literally do it <laughs> just to piss you off. I know. Don't touch that. And then you can just they use just them to say, one more time. I can be patient with my crazy ass kid. Mm-hmm. And nothing can make me not impatient. True. Love, good way to practice with kids. Yes. Vulnerability, commitments, commitments, make commitments to your daughter. You seem to do really good when your daughter's actually a leverage. Yes. I don't want to say this leverage point, but when your daughter's a focus of something, yeah. you really pull through a different point that you like because you always take care I of people. I always try people. much harder for her yeah. than I would for anyone else. So, which but, maybe I sh- that should probably be a goal too. Yeah, that should be something I should work on. Because if it's for my daughter, I'll 100% like focus. Like sure. you need to do this, you need to do this. But I won't, I won't take that and like exercise in the real world. I guess like with like coworkers or like things yeah. like that. I'm I'm like, I'm like, are you stupid? Like what's wrong with you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And just like ah, maybe I shouldn't talk to them like that. But yeah, you know what's cool? I was just thinking about is um. What if, like, you're getting really good at learning how to, like, manage your money. It's, like, your new thing mm-hmm. that you're really focusing on is, is saving things and spending things. Like, um, read this one book, The Rich Man in Babylon, and basically discusses how to work your check, what to do with money. And the first 10% you give to, the second 10% is you save, and the next 10% is you pay off debt. And then the rest of the money you pay bills and you live off of. Okay, so that's how you work every everything. Like you just said, and that's a portion how you ten percent. Hold on, ten percent. You go to ten percent is you debt, give. Ten percent to give. Ten is to give. Ten is to save, and ten is to pay off debt. Hmm. 
and then the rest of it that's what goes what's first. the book called the richest man in babylon okay um their main thing that they put in there is a portion of everything i make is mine to keep so everything you get a bonus check you do all this same concept. you save a percentage yeah like 10 percent. you get 100 bucks ten dollars you go to give you know you tithe somewhere you give you you buy someone coffee you just find a way to give your money out i'd like to do it in like dinners or um i give people stuff i'll buy them something or coffee or whatever i like to find ways or i give gas you know that kind of stuff when people, yeah that's my way of being able to give so i like those opportunities because it does make it come back so in doing that you're doing it now too now you say Jazair and being able to now like how you want to kind of work with her and money and you're very conscious of what you do with her which yeah. i really like is it's like you, you talk to her we can have this now if you want or you can save it for this or you could do this but what if you know you almost just like with her too you started showing her that as well listen you want allowance that's great but anytime i give you an allowance this is what you have to do with it no you have to say you have to just do it just do a give to. or save or something like that or yeah, yeah or just to save you know or how you want to structure it but if you started doing that and watching her start develop that and also have that you guys are doing it together and you know you're pulling her because like you got to stay on top of your shit because you know you're not going to let your kid down yeah so if you keep that going i think that'd be i, I almost like saying it too because i like that idea for kyler yeah it's like dude okay we got ten dollars here you know but that means that we got to save one we got to do you know and we got we'll go from there and it's like every time you do that now you have a savings account now look at where you're at and then teach him so he understands and then you save that and you or you do something with it or you got to get some whatever it is now you have money to buy your own toy then they start learning how to manage money and then they start worrying about the value of a dollar because kids don't really know the value of a dollar. It's very all. easy for them to say, oh, what $20 I want toy, $20 <laughs> toy. You well, fuck you. Like, I, I, don't, I don't have a $20 it's toy. It's only $20. Yeah, only 20 That's I what I get. <laughs> only $20. Like, $20 is nothing to them. Yeah. What? Like, I remember when, like, it was a happy day when you were a kid and you got a paycheck of, like, $150. Oh, my God. I remember. I used to, like, I guess an allowance. I used to get an allowance of, like, 20 bucks a week. I don't think I ever got an allowance. I lived on. It wasn't really an allowance. It was like, hey, can I have money this week? And it, it was usually only like 20 bucks. Yeah. We used, I used to go out on the weekends with 20 bucks. Oh, my God. Isn't that crazy? I can't even get down the street. I barely can leave this house without $20. Yeah. When I was like real little, Mom, we didn't even touch money. When we're like young, young, yeah. Yeah, we didn't even touch money. I used to have to buy, I used to have to, you ever, you ever put the coins? You ever do the rollers? uh-huh we did that my, my mom we house. always used to do charge. those and take them to the 50, bank 50 50 pennies mm-hmm. i always loved doing quarters out mm-hmm. a 10 dollar wad of quarters just felt good in your hand it did huh go to especially when candy was a lot cheaper oh my god what you get shit for like 25 rich. 25 cents got you shit yeah 25 cents you go oh god you know what was which is not everybody's favorite like it's not a really like a fan favorite the yorkie with the like the York no not Pepper York patties yes oh man I also like them and the Cellas those chocolate covers chocolate covered cherries <gasps> motherfucker oh my god oh my god we used to freeze those never did so that. good see sometimes you get fucked up because sometimes like the clear syrup that tastes so good sometimes that cream and the cream isn't that good sometimes instead of the no but what oh god when they're frozen it's so good I never had frozen but actually because the, the, like the really cream good. smell like smell the cream s- taste. Oh, I keep trying to say smell. Oh, the cream tastes so good when it's frozen because mm. it's almost like a like almost like not like a I wouldn't say ice cream but like something like that. You know what I stopped doing and you're really fucking you're really hurting it right now. Mm. I stopped snacking. 
stop snacking. Really? Yeah, and we're talking about one thirty in the morning. Like you're getting me wanting to snack so hard right now. Oh no! Because you're talking about frozen. You used cherry to juice. love snacks. You used to bring in your little bag of chips. I don't. A little. Oh, I eat healthy God. and shit now. That's good. I had a salad for breakfast. I love for dinner. I had a salad. Me. You know, I, especially at lunchtime, I would uh-huh. almost like every day just like, oh, go to Wendy's, go to. Yep. Stop doing it. Good. Fuck them. Mainly for money, though. For money reasons. Yeah, that helps, too. Yeah. I started, like, meal prepping and shit. You did? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're a fucking gangster. Don't be wrong. I still, like, a day, so like a day like a day out of, like, the work week, I'll, I'll, like, maybe, like, go get something if I feel like forget my lunch or whatever, because I usually forget something. Like, one day I brought a salad, didn't bring no dressing. How can you eat a freaking salad with no dressing? Did you try? Just go outside and Did just... Did you try? I know. I went to Walmart and bought dressing. Oh, shit. You wanted that salad. <laughs> I, I didn't want the salad, but I didn't want to go spend like seven bucks on a freaking meal. Yeah. So I was like, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go get this damn dressing. Wise choice. Wise yeah. choice. Needs yeah. to be off the salad in there though. I mean, honestly, talking to talking to Michelle a lot yeah. helped me too because she she's was like, good at that shit. yeah, she told me like she's she like budget and budget and all this other stuff, and I'm like, oh, gotta make it my life together. Yeah, like there's there's easy ways to fucking prepare meals and shit. It's yeah. not that hard of a deal. It really is. I cook up a bunch of chicken. Sometimes I cook salads with them. Sometimes I put like. Um, like, um, like a steamed a broccoli, mm-hmm. asparagus, Brussels sprout, like, mm-hmm. a, and it's like the easiest thing, because you have chicken in whatever side. Easiest freaking thing. You know, I started doing. Hmm. Um, I started to every time I go to the grocery store, get something. Get something that I've never cooked before, and learn how to cook. Oh, it. you did tell me this. I think you did mention Pretty this cool. to me before. Pretty cool. How's hey, it going? It's not bad. Like, uh, so far, like, sweet potatoes have been on my, like, regimen. Like, it's always, you it's, it's always the out potatoes. there now. I'm eating sweet potatoes all the time. Easy as fuck. I don't know why I was so scared of them. I was intimidated on the process. Of I'm intimidated by sweet potatoes because right? I don't feel like I would cook them in a way where I would actually like them. Yeah. So I've never cooked a sweet potato. I go, I go simple Really? Shit. Microwave, poke holes in it, three minutes, turn it, three minutes, done. Boom. Yeah. No way. Sweet potato ready to cook and eat. It's, it's really good. Holy crap. So I started doing that. Then I did artichoke. Then I did um, corn on the cob on the grill. Artichoke? Yeah. It's weird. No, it's really delicious, actually. It -hmm. It was such a good... I did. I killed it. I wouldn't even know how to eat an artichoke. Well, they have videos for that. You can watch it. (laughs) Go ahead and watch that. Tutorial. Tutorial. I'm going to watch a tutorial on how to make it first, and then watch a tutorial on how to eat it. Okay, There's no videos of people eating this shit. How do you eat this? You like scrape you, the leaves. You scrape you the leaves eat? off, and all you're doing is you're basically just chewing off the little bit of the bottom of the leaf. That's it. It's really fucking delish. Is it? And the hearts are just fucking amazing when you get down to the bottom of it. You cut this little stem and the heart. It's just so. It's just got this consistency. It's so fucking good. And you dip it in butter. Okay. I'm so hungry right now. <laughs> Did the whole conversation just switch to food? And then there was a steak, and I was mm. just like, mm, "Oh, you don't eat steak, do you?" I do. You I do. Eat it all now. I'm fucking savage. I went back. I ate cheese and shit. I do it oh, all do again. You? I do it all again. But I like to make the healthy choices. So gotcha. I try to like be conscious. If I don't need a fucking piece of cheese on my sandwich, I don't put a cheese. If I can, if I buy meat, and I get organic, or I get grass fed, or I get something. Or and okay. I'm also, you know, making salads, and I'm doing more greens, and I'm making smoothies every day, and I'm taking protein and collagen. I'm taking all this. Oh yeah, because you literally would eat like. Like a ten year old. Like yeah, you eat yeah. like a ten year old. You came yeah. home, you came to work with like you know cold cut ham sandwich oh or God. like whatever Every with day. Bag of chips. butter and jelly fucking sandwiches mm-hmm. and shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I where every once in a while I felt bad for you, I was just like, I'm, I'll bring you a meal. <laughs> just so, you did. You brought me some. You brought me yeah. some. Oh man, this yeah, come a long way. 
We have. Yeah. Because before you you couldn't cook probably for shit. No. Nah. <laughs> and then you took it apart. I think I could do it. if I really. I've never. <laughs> I've never cooked a meal and it been very bad to the point where I've never cooked it again. So every meal I've cooked, it comes out okay when I follow the direct. I'm very yeah. good at following directions. And the syntax of how to do stuff, you know, and like listen. Well, that, okay, to I'm not gonna say you, you couldn't cook. You right. just wouldn't cook for I shit. I didn't. I don't like cooking for myself. Yeah. But like you're saying, meal prepping, it's so nice knowing that you're taken care of for breakfast, lunch, and or dinner. Yeah. So if you have, dude, like that I meal prepped. I was for, I think it was like three weeks or something like that. I meal prepped not only for myself, but for my mother, for my little sister, and my daughter. It's yes. a lot of cooking. That's a lot of cooking. It was like all Sunday. How'd you have that many Tupperware? My mom. She loves Tupperware. So fucking hard. All my Tupperware she left. I don't loves. know where the fuck it is. It's gone. For three weeks in a row. Now, I didn't do it like three weeks in, on that one Sunday. No, for three weeks in a row on, on each Sunday. You did a week. A week of a shit. A week prep. Times four? No, times three. Three? Yeah. Because then the last one I was just like, listen... I'm gonna cook up some chicken if y'all want y'all could you know what i'm saying but i, I can't do all that yet. yeah shit mm-hmm. yeah let me start doing that you got that promise for me so well shit all right we're at about 220 here that's how long it is mm-hmm. holy moly moly see Jeez. got that mole. i don't even think we've been <laughs> told you that mole i don't think we, i don't think we've been like i don't even feel like we've been talking for that yeah, long that's 220. so funny mm-hmm so, Almost two and a half hours. Yeah. Whew. Jesus. Is that a wrap then? It's a wrap. That's a wrap, ladies and gentlemen. That's it. 